102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534 on Rock 102. Man, it's like this tune was meant to go at the end of that last Classic Rock tune. It's uh, back Steve and Dave. And, mm. By the way, highs in the low 40s today, mid-30s the rest of the week. We might hit 60 on Sunday. Lots of sunshine for the rest of the week. I'm digging that. I'm all about the warm weather. Let's go to the beach. You want to go to the beach? You feeling ready for the beach? No, let's go to a baseball game. Oh. Well, you mean, the timing was wrong anyway. Uh, so there's that. There's some other stuff uh, coming up uh, this morning, too. What are we doing today, actually? Well, uh, we're going to do, uh, well, we'll do uh, Now Hear This. We'll do uh, Today I Learned. And uh, we'll talk to a guy about Ukrainian help. Yeah, we'll also have uh, another mass hat. This one is so bad, we really need another level beyond mass hat. Something worse. Oh, it's horrible. And I'm, I mean that. This is going to be horrifying. The name that I came up with? We For today, maybe? For today only? And I think we were doing Am, am I the A-hole today, too? Didn't we, are, we say uh, that? Yeah, we, right. we are going to do Am yeah. I the A-hole. I got I to I start writing these things down. <laughs> it's 535 with Back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 549 and Heart on Rock 102. It's Back Steve and Dave. Highs in the low 40s today, mid-30s the rest of the week. Lots of sunshine all week. Might hit 60 on Sunday. Perfect baseball. We- oh, sorry. No. Check. No baseball weather. Oh, oh yeah. no. Well, it's baseball weather. Well, it'd be good for baseball, yes. but just no baseball. That'd yeah. be like saying it's uh, it's good skiing weather without any snow. Yeah. There you go. Hey, Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump. Aqua Pump is an expert on all water supply systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house. Aqua Pump. And time for Hollywood Trash with Steve Nagel. Uh, why didn't it do that? What, what, what is, what, how come we can't figure this out? I don't ready? know. Well, right, here, okay, we here we go. Start. Oh, yeah, there you go. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. One day we'll figure this out. Not that hard. Well, it's not that hard, but uh, I, it's just me trying to learn the buttons and the blinky thingies. It's like Joe Biden standing on the... On a podium trying to read a speech. <laughs> we'll get to that later <laughs> yeah, in the show, by the Hey, uh, happy birthday to Dr. Seuss, who's 118 years old today, or would have been. Never would have made it. Uh, I don't, why do we do this with the, well, it's his birthday? Shouldn't we be remembering the anniversary of the death? Because you don't celebrate your birthday anymore after you're dead. I guess, but like with an icon like this, I mean, he was... So famous in this well, area, I mean, there, right? There are some people who we do celebrate their birthdays long after they're gone. Uh, Jesus would be one. <laughs> okay, um, but that's a completely different person and a person that uh, deserves uh, all that pomp and circumstance. You don't, you don't think uh, Dr. Seuss deserves a little yeah, give, nod? Give Theodore Geisel a little time. He'll be right up there with Jesus. Mm, I don't know about that. Okay. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, he'd be 118 and all these schools around the area were celebrating Dr. Seuss month. How about that? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, let's see. British actor Benedict Cumberbatch. How do you say that? Batch. Cumberbatch. 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 Batch. Was honored with a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame uh, on Monday. Oh, huh. that's it's nice when you put up your own money to buy yourself that's one the of way those to, things. Yes. That's the way to do it. Yes. I mean, we, the three of us could get a, a star if we pooled our money together. That's what they say. They say it just takes a little money and a little influence. And, of course, this is just weeks before he learns whether he has won an Oscar, the star of The Power of the Dog was hailed by Marvel Studios chief uh, Kevin Feige and Star Wars and Star Trek director J.J. Abrams at the ceremony in the heart of Tinseltown. Cumberbatch, who plays the title role in Marvel's forthcoming Doctor Strange, 
In the multiverse of madness, describe the star as an extraordinary honor. How about that? There you go. Good. I love to. Still think we should think of it, but a Hollywood Walk of Fame, the star. Yeah. Well, well, and why is there none here, by the way, in Springfield, in Syracuse? When I was there, there is a yeah, Syracuse Walk of Fame. Who are you, you going to put yeah. on there? Richie Neal. You guys. Mike, Mike Albano. You guys. Well, you John could, Quill. You could put uh, Kurt Russell. He was from here. Yeah. The guy who was the uh, detective in uh, uh, Beverly Hills Cop. He's oh, from right. around here. Yeah, right. Begley, isn't Ed Begley Jr. from uh, around well, here? No, he's not, but he's got a sister who lives in the uh, area. Okay. The, the blonde chick from uh, MTV, Nina Blackwood, I think, was from here. Agawam. Agawam. She's from yeah, Agawam. And by the way, you mentioned Albano a moment ago? Yeah. So, proven I have no life yesterday, I was watching that T-Mobile commercial, you know, the one that's a bad idea with the guys playing hockey with pool noodles. Have you seen that mm-hmm. one? Yes. I freeze-framed it at the end because I wanted to see what the names on the jerseys were. Sure enough, Albano. One of the names on the jerseys. How about I, that? I don't think it's the same person. I don't think it's the same. Uh, maybe. Or maybe it's for Captain Lou Albano. It Who knows? could be, maybe, too. Maybe. But this is Mike Albano. Ah. This is different. This is disgraced Mayor Mike Albano. <laughs> uh, Zoe Kravitz played her big screen version of Catwoman as bisexual. All right. Yeah. The actress plays uh, nightclub worker Selena Kyle, a.k.a. vigilante cat burglar Catwoman, opposite Robert Pattinson, in the Batman, flirting with uh, Pattinson's Cape Crusader throughout, and at one point, referring to a female companion uh, named Annika as Baby. Ooh, Is that going to require a different cat box? No, but you're going to have to refer to her as they, them. Ah, uh, yes. Catwoman, mm-hmm. they, yeah, them. Yeah, well, yeah. That movie comes out tomorrow night, I think. It does. Uh, I, I saw all the hype for it last week of the movies when I was watching Spider-Man. See, I wait until all the hype is over That's before the time I to actually do it. go. Well, because there was nobody in the movie theater. That's the time to go. I don't want a crowded theater. No, why should you? I don't. I want so, much whole... be- so much better to see it all by yourself. That's right. Yeah, especially with COVID. Uh, Scarlett Johansson is like every other parent, having their child question their every move. She even had to explain what a thong is after her daughter asked why her underwear goes up her butt crack. <laughs> yeah, my, pa- my, my kids have asked me the same thing, and it's embarrassing. Why are you wearing a thong? It's really my own business. No, I'm just I, saying. I, my I, kids are embarrassed. Uh, let's see. Dua Le- a reggae band is suing Dua Lipa and her record label, uh, claiming her song Levitating is a ripoff of one of theirs. The songs do sound very similar, but with uh, different lyrics. Would you like to hear a version of that? Of course. Yeah. Uh, let's pull that Hollywood trash bed down just a little bit. And All right. I can play this for you. All right. This is the Dua Lipa version. I love Dua Lipa. She's, She's hot. hot. Yeah, oh. she is. Not starlight. All right, so that's her. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it goes into the next one. Oh, are you ready? Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. It's the same s- damn song. It is it the is. same damn song. They got a case. They have a big case, yeah. and they are going to win. Oh, my God, yeah. This it's is, exactly this, the this, same. This is a slam dunk. Mm-hmm. I'd, be, I'd be wringing my hands right now waiting for that big fat bag of cash. <laughs> How does anybody think they can get away with this kind of thing, especially when it's so similar? Yeah. Because people sample music all the time. Yes. And, you know, and But they usually compensate the person who originated the song. Yeah, that it, is dead on, though. Man. It is. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's not like, what was the other one that, uh, I think it was Tom Petty and um, he was a new guy. Was it... Uh, Oh, it was um, uh, Alan Thicke's kid. Oh, Robin Thicke. Robin. No, that wasn't the same one. And then there was, I think there was Led Zeppelin had yeah, some Led sort Zeppelin of dispute. Yeah, Led Zeppelin and Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. 
But it's like, how do you think you can get away with that nowadays with all the uh, technology that people could easily go and... Right. Oh, I'm thinking of Robin Thicke and, uh, and uh, Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. That's, that's right. right. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Well, well you uh. see, you rip people off and this is what you get. That'll teach you. But you know what? In my eyes, Dua Lipa can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. Except think? rip off a reggae act from Jamaica. Well... Megan the Stallion is going to do the first ever virtual reality tour. It'll be shown in select AMC theaters around the country where attendees will wear headsets called Hottie Mounted Displays. Hottie Mountain. Yeah, tickets go on sale through Amaze VR today. That's something I really want to do. You do? Well, I mean, not maybe not for Megan the Stallion, but the virtual tour, you wear a headset, you go into a movie theater, feel like you're at the actual concert. You're that's gonna, pretty damn cool. You're going to have to pay a virtual ticket price? Uh, Probably. Yeah, that's, where I, yeah. that's where I draw the line. And that is your Hollywood Trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Associated Building Records. Is- the following takes place between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. It's going to be 6 a.m. and just a couple of ticks. Highs in the low 40s today, mid-30s the rest of the week. We might hit 60 on Sunday. The weather brought to you by Adam Quenneville Roofing. Roofing, siding, roof shampoo, and more. Log on to 1-800-NEW-ROOF.NET today. And here comes your 102-second sports. Starting off with basketball, the Celtics over Atlanta last night, 107-98. Hockey, Springfield Thunderbirds hosting Hershey this Friday night and Providence Saturday night at the Mass Mutual Center. Baseball, eh, deadline is over. No deal between the Major League Baseball owners and the Major League Baseball Players Association. So, the 2022 Red Sox season was scheduled to begin March 31st at Fenway against Tampa Bay. Now will be delayed indefinitely if Major League Baseball follows through with its threat to cancel the games yesterday. In football, still a lot of talk about Tom Brady reconsidering his retirement, but Tampa Bay Bucks coach Bruce Arians saying yesterday he had a private conversation with the quarterback, and he said, it ain't happening. Arians also said tight end Rob Gronkowski, Brady's favorite target, has continued his off-season workouts at the Buccaneers training facility. Coming up next, a coach from these parts on his way out. Bax has his view from the couch straight ahead on Rock 102. Join the T-Birds on Friday, March 4th as they host Hershey at 7, presented by Belize Car Wash. Arrive at 6 for the MGM Springfield pregame concert series featuring the Crawdaddy Mushroom Band and enjoy $2 cords like drafts, $2 hot dogs, and $2 sodas through the end of the first. Then come back Saturday for the 5th annual Pink in the Ring, presented by Bay State Health to benefit the Rays of Hope. The T-Birds will wear specialty pink jerseys as they take on the Bruins at 7. Jerseys will be auctioned post-game with proceeds going to the Rays of Hope. For tickets, visit SpringfieldThunderbirds.com. Couch brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, as you might be aware, the U men's men's basketball program has not seen a winning record in seven years. How long ago was that? Well, just let's just say I was able to squeeze out earning a bachelor's degree in less time than it took UMass to win more than 16 games in a season. And I should point out that it took me five and a half years to finally graduate. So, When it comes to gross underachievement at the college level, I know what I'm talking about. In this case, having managed a record of 14 wins and 17 losses with no real prospects of making any postseason tournament for the seventh year in a row, the university fired head coach Matt McCall yesterday. Now, you may recall that Matt McCall uh, replaced Springfield's very own Derek Kellogg in 2017, only to guide the Minutemen to three straight mediocre seasons. Should he have been fired? I don't know. I suppose that's something you could only learn with a monthly Mass Live subscription. Nevertheless, the university hasn't quite 
asked Matt McCall to hand over his keys or empty out his desk because part of his $800,000 buyout is that he must coach, must coach the final two games on the UMass schedule, including Fordham tonight at the Mullen Center and their season finale on the road this Saturday against George Mason in Fairfax, Virginia. After that, I assume he'll be allowed to board the team bus for the world's most awkwardly uncomfortable five-hour and 42-minute long ride home in transportation history. I'm not even sure the guy would participate in singing the 1,000 bottles of beer on the wall with the rest of the guys. Folks, usually when a guy is let go, they don't allow him to come back and take a final bow for his last two games of the season. Usually, they wait for all the games on the schedule to be over before they hand him a cardboard box and he hands over his keys. All we know is that if you have a team that's posted seven straight losing seasons, there probably won't be a long line of people outside the UMass Athletic Office filling out applications. But hey, and of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. We talking Pete? We're talking Josh of the Liberty Street Rockies or Caroline of the Agawam Rockies. We're talking Dina at the Island Pond Rockies. Got a painting project? You know where to go. Good people, paint people. And rock solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 6.08 and Journey. We're back, Steve and Dave, in Rock 102. So we might hit 60 degrees on Sunday. Highs in the low 40s for today, mid-30s for the rest of the week. Hey, it's going to be all sunshine today and tomorrow, so enjoy it. Uh, Listen, uh, do you guys like to fool around a little bit with your bodies? You ever kind of like, you know... I'm glad you brought that up because, yes, here's my big quirk. Uh I like to pour... You know hydrogen peroxide? Yeah. Yeah. So I like to pour that Mm -hmm. in my ear and then let it percolate in there and it bubbles around and it it feels fantastic and it cleans out your ear and then i i dump out my ear and i get a q-tip and i dig around in there and clean it all out i I love to do that to my ear why do i get this the the sense that you're probably one of those guys that shows up in an emergency room with something jammed deep inside of you (laughs) no no i won't no unless it was peroxide in my ear i don't jam anything deep inside okay i mean i I don't know you well enough to say for sure i'm just saying maybe that's a possibility actually dave uh there is a video of me removing uh a headphone like earpiece from your ear yes Uh, we we can repost that actually we should we show you it happened when i first joined laser and i had it stuck in my ear and then i had to pull out the poison <laughs> oh my god uh yeah i had to pull out the little uh, the little bead with, yeah. a, with a with a pen you know well, just like the doctors do at the office yes <laughs> yeah and of course that, of course that pen hadn't been you know falling on the floor or anything yeah. like that so i'm sure it's totally uh, hey, sanitized I was, I was desperate at that point and steve was the man i trusted here on the staff i wasn't going to you backs i was going to the sensitive guy yeah. with the bald head over there no, you know you don't you don't want to go to me in an emergency situation Actually, he was on the air that's probably why you didn't go to him well anyway there's uh there's there's a guy who was rushed into the hospital after shoving a battery into his penis. Hey, all right. The 49-year-old Iranian man, or Ukrainian man, depending if Joe Biden's telling the story or not, <laughs> had to be treated by medics after he inserted a double-A battery into his urethra. How the hell do you get something like that up there? Well, well it's better than like a D-cell. Exactly. Right. Yeah, but what about a triple-A, you know? Like, are you... Are you, were you that good? Were you that big that you could shove the double A? You see, I said D cell. You see what I'm talking about? I, that, I, yeah, 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 good like, D. I, I, I want to make sure I got good two jokes in a row. Well, you could do the C cell too. I suppose you could. I mean, you could the big C or 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 a car battery if you're really. I mean, you know, 
Go big or go home. I don't. I wouldn't want to jumpstart that. You know, it is. Uh, it is understood that the battery had been in his penis for over a day until he went to the hospital in Tehran, complaining about obstructive urinary symptoms. Uh, so for some reason, Doc, I I can't seem to pee. Yeah, and for what? And for whatever reason, when I do, I'm peeing lightning. The uh, battery was removed after, uh, without surgery after 24 hours, but the man was sent to the hospital again five months later as it had caused urinary blockage complications in his penis that required surgery. So what, you know, I don't understand this. And I know there's a whole bunch of uh, human beings out there that just love inserting these kinds of things inside well, of themselves. Stop looking, stop looking at me for an answer, first of all. I, I told you, I don't do this. Yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, my point is, didn't we do a story like a couple of weeks ago? About some dude that had a bunch of expansion foam. Oh in, yeah, in, in his yes. uh, in his mm-hmm. unit. Yes, yeah. that he picked up at Rockies, by the way. Yeah, and it was like that. it was like two pounds mm-hmm. of expansion foam. Yep. Yeah, but like I said, you could use that as one of those like uh, door draft blockers when you lay it down in front of the door so the the well, cold doesn't come in. Well, plus, what is the joy in any of that in that particular body part anyway? I've had a catheter done before. Yeah. That is about the most uncomfortable thing that you can have done to your body. Well, Why would you want to shove something in that area? Uh, different strokes for different folks, Dave. You know, uh, some the world guys, don't move to the beat of just one drop. It's like pain is pleasure? Is that yeah. what it is? or well, what? what might be right for you may not be right for some. All right. But they, they do, uh, there are, uh, it's a fetish. It's a fetish thing that people, they even sell these things uh, on, remember that Tickle Kitty lady we had on a couple of months ago? Yeah. Or back in the beginning of February. She was talking about how the the uh, not this interview, but an interview we've done with her before mm-hmm. about the people shoving. Th- there was these things you could buy that you could put inside yourself. Yeah, um, they're <laughs> called. Yeah. It's called sounding. I think it, it is what it is. Really, sounding. sounding. Huh? Because when you insert these things inside of yourself, you make a horrible sound. Okay, like, but then when does the pleasure come? I don't. Well, I, don't I don't. I don't know. But you know, <laughs> if you really look at all the uh, the various fetishes out there. A lot of them don't seem pleasurable, right? Well, but that, but yeah, that's I, but that's a but but then again, that's yeah. that's the fetish. Now, okay. like say for example, I were a dude that liked to be uh, diapered, mm-hmm. okay, and that's my fetish. I like mm-hmm. wearing diapers. Now, the truth be told, I don't like wearing diapers, but some people do. Now, is that pleasurable? I wouldn't think so. But well, necess- but but some people are like think that's the hottest thing they've ever heard. Well, plus I think it depends on what you do in the diapers when you're wearing the diapers. Remember, there was that woman who had a crush on the astronaut years ago, and she had diapers on because she was going to go visit him at his house, and she was driving long distances. Yeah, she never stopped the whole way, so she, she drove, could urinate. Yeah, she drove from like Louisiana yeah. to Tallahassee right. or something like that with, right. without stopping, so she could, yeah, you know, relieve herself in her shorts. Right, but that was out of love. I yes. mean, that is her, her heart. Yeah, was that, that's burning. not a fetish. But that's what I'm saying. I think I think relieving yourself with number one on a long trip in your diapers would yeah. be somehow satisfying. Number two, I don't think so. Well, you know, so it, it depends what you're doing in those diapers. She I think. she had a she had some mental issues going <laughs> yeah, on. You think so? Uh, well, that see, might, that didn't sound uh, quite obvious to me. I well, I don't think that. <laughs> That wasn't a fetish, though. That wasn't like what she was. She wasn't. She wasn't trying to yeah, be like. Was, oh my god, I'm I'm getting all excited. Was she was horny. She was just determined. Yeah. Sensible move. Okay, I got. She you. She was on a time crunch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I w- I don't think I could would be able to do that. But her heart was burning, much like the burning she would experience soon after with the diaper rash mm-hmm. after she took that thing off. Gonorrhea. So, yeah, I don't know. People like to like to do things. I. I'm very basic. I'm not like uh, one of these guys that uh, requires any kind of 
elaborate show or circus to make me aroused. You know, I'm just not handy around the house to install a lot of the apparatus that's necessary yeah. to kind of, uh, you know, <laughs> branch out in, into new territory. That's the excuse yeah. we're going with. Okay, yeah, I mean, whatever. You, listen, if I, if I wanted to put like a harness in the house, I'm going to have to you know, hire a handyman and you know how that goes and he's going to have to stick around and... You know, someone's going to order the twelve-inch sausage, and then it's like it gets all out of all out of out of whack. I can't uh, I can't be involved in that stuff. See, I get I get aroused uh, easily enough by just you, you say the like you said Dua Lipa. I'm like ooh, Dua right? Lipa, because just the visual yeah. of her, it immediately goes yeah. to your head and then to other parts. Yeah, yeah. or uh, or 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 uh, give me another give me another name. Uh, Granny Clampett. I was thinking B. Arthur. Mm, she really yeah, does. I don't know about Rue that. McClanahan was my pick on that. Really? Show. Yeah. B. Arthur's got hands that could crack a lobster open. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, people like you said, different folks for different strokes. I don't. They did get it out. In this case, the presence of a battery in the urethra for 24 hours caused severe and progressive damage mm-hmm. to the urethra and corpus spongiosum. Jesus. Wow. I don't know what that is. Was it? Was it the copper top? It must have been the copper top. Must have been the copper top. And more importantly, did it damage the battery, or could they still use it? I don't know. You know, I'm waiting for this bunny to come out with a b- clash and a drum, going. It keeps going and going. And well, you, going. well, you know, when you get like a like a like a nine volt battery and you stick it to your tongue to make sure it's still. Yes. Is it, do you do that with yeah. this thing? No. You know what? That's what he should have put up there. <laughs> yeah, nine volt. Oh, it tingles. Exactly. <laughs> that would that would have. Now we now yeah. that now that would have made perfectly hey. good sense. Hey, let me numb that for you. It's six seventeen with back Stephen Dave and Rock one oh two. This St. Patrick. Rock one oh two Springfield's classic rock. It's six twenty four with back Stephen Dave and Rock one oh two. And we're going to have some thunder striking, maybe, and lightning striking, maybe, on Sunday with highs of about 60 and heavy rains on Sunday. But before we get there, pretty good weather. Highs in the low 40s today, mid-30s for the rest of the week. Uh, today, I learned, is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Today, you can learn how Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. And now it's time for Today I Learned with Pat Stephen Dave on Rock 102. You ready? Wait, Professor, go. All what, right. What'd you learn today, Steve? Uh, today I learned that uh, Barry Manilow started off writing jingles, including the State Farm, Like a Good Neighbor, State Farm is There, and Band-Aid. I'm stuck on Band-Aids because Band-Aids stuck on me. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know and, that. And I think it's, McDonald's- It's called Today I Learned because I learned it. Yeah. You, you can't just- uh, you know, it, just yeah. it, it, it ages me a little bit to know that- during his live performances, the great Barry Manilow would whip up a whole medley of commercial t- tunes that yep. he had written. Yep. And it was a showstopper. People loved that. And then he'd break into Copacabana or Mandy or Weekend in New England, and the people would just go bananas over that guy. Here, Here's the difference, Bax. Uh, you know, the... the you're much older than I am. <laughs> what? So you know a lot more about the ba- Barry Manilow... Barry Manilow, you yes. know you know much about that, right? Because I do. You kind of lived through that era, don't no, you? No, I didn't just live through it, Steve. I celebrated it. You the celebrated whole it? whole damn thing. See, again though, it's today I learned, not today Bax learned. What is this? This is a a weird version of Copacabana. I was gonna say. I was gonna say it's 
It's the Dua Lipa version of Copacabana. Well, no, this is this is uh, this is the slow version that he came. She was a showgirl with yellow feathers in her hair and a dress cut down to there. Merengue and do the cha-cha flamenco. Always tended bar and crowded floor. They worked from eight till four. They were young and they had each other. Who could ask for more at the Copa? Copa Cabana. The hottest spot north of Havana. The Copa. I didn't realize. Copa Cabana. Music and fashion were always in fashion at the Copa. They fell in love. Yeah, I don't know about. About that, what? that version? Yeah, that's not a good version. I no. kind of like the uh, the you know the original version, or I should have went with Mandy. Mandy's a slow with that's that. That's a tearjerker right there. So uh, that uh, is today I learned rock one hundred and two. You know, I actually have a Barry Manilow song on my iPhone. I'll tell you about that a little bit later. And coming up next in the news, Joe Biden's State of the Union address. We'll have all the highlights and maybe some of the lowlights next on Rock one hundred and two. It's 629 with back Steve and Dave in Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. Steve, uh, Dave, do you mind if I start referring to you as a news douche? Not, not at all. I, I would consider that a, uh, a, pr- a promotion. Steve, from- do you mind if I take that former title of yours and apply it to Dave? Oh, wait a minute. As so it was as, his title? As, You're giving it to me? Long ago. Well, I mean, I'm not, I, mean I, I, I don't want to just, you know, Take it away from you. I mean, you were kind of uh, putting that aside for a while. Well, I was putting it aside uh, because, I don't know, somebody made a decision here that we didn't want to do it anymore. Oh, really? Okay. Well, Well, I would be the news douche if you guys decided it was okay and if the powers that be agreed. Okay okay with it. We'll we'll come up with another moniker, but but you need something. Well, all right. Let's start. Let's just dig right in. Here's Dave Coombs, the news douche. Thank you. President Joe Biden's State of the Union address, beginning with a bang last night. I've come to report on the state of the nation, the state of the union. And my report is this. The state of the union is strong because you, the American people, are strong. He does exactly what we do when we get it up in front of a you know, crowd of people at yeah. a concert. Hey, are, are we having a good time? Yeah. You know, he raises his voice like he stokes them up. Jill, where are my pills? Yeah, you know, he's right about that because I needed every bit of strength I had yesterday when I filled up my tank at 371 per gallon. Oh, I know. My God. Yeah. My, my uh, Honda Pilot, which is an SUV, used to take about 35 to 40 bucks to fill up. Now it's like close to 70. Yeah, all of a that's sudden. about right. But at least we're not six bucks a gallon like it is in California, mm-hmm. and even worse in Europe. So we got that going for us, which is nice. Well, I mean, gas prices are based on supply and demand. Mm-hmm. The only reason why gas was under uh, $2 a couple of years ago is because nobody was driving anywhere. Mm-hmm. True. But uh, as I'm sitting here looking at the, the state of the economy, watching my uh, watching my uh, my uh, 401k hitting the crapper, taking a big slide, and my gas prices are going down, yeah, things. <laughs> Things are looking really good. Well, Biden did mention gas prices, and he talked about taming inflation, but he kind of steered clear of a lot of that stuff last night in his State of the Union address and spoke more in generalities. I know news about what's happening can seem alarming to all Americans, but I want you to know 
We're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. Now, he actually did repeat himself there, in case you're wondering. He, he liked that phrase, mm-hmm. we're going to be okay. So that wasn't right. me messing with the audio. That I feel was better already. Yes. Uh, do, do we have the part where he uh, did the uh, called the Ukrainians Iranians? No, I, I don't have that, but I was going to save that for the next time, actually. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, well, I mean, he, it just should be noted that uh, he's not really uh, completely with it. Mm. And he, he did uh, refer to the Ukrainians as uh, the Iranians. Yeah. We're going to help these Iranians. Let me tell you. Wait a minute. Oh, wait. Not the brown people this time? <laughs> okay. Uh what do you think? I don't know. Hey, where's my pills, Jill? Where's the pills? He did. Where's talk- the month? I did midday, and I didn't do Eve yet on the on the bucket <laughs> on the little bucket. It looks like a math grid. What is this? Mon- morn, Eve, morn day, midday. Would have been interesting if he like in the middle of his uh, State of the Union address, and they says, "Hold on, everybody," and he pulls out this big giant pill strip because it's time for him to take his That's pills. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, oh. It's okay. Now it's time to take my Lipitor. Who's Eve? I never had her before. We might I had have- a Jill and I had a Barba. Barbie. <laughs> we, we might have more respect for him that way. He did talk about, he with pride, the fact that we're emerging from the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So he kind of took credit for that last night in the State of the Union address. And speaking of the pandemic, there's a new variant. Again, the recent BA.2 COVID-19 variant which is apparently a subvariant of the Omicron variant and referred to as Stealth Omicron. We heard about this yet? Stealth. Stealth Omicron. It can present different symptoms in those infected compared to earlier strains. The new additional symptoms for this subvariant include dizziness and fatigue. So factor that in. Well, I had that during the Omicron. Yeah. The, so that's, that's, that's no big whoop. Well, the new subvariant. Stealth Omicron spreads 30% more easily than the original Omicron variant. Mm. And, of course, we're dealing with mask mandates. They're continuing to be lifted in various communities here. Granby and Holyoke, the latest, the Board of Health in Holyoke, lifting the indoor COVID-19 mask mandate effective immediately. However, the mask requirement for the city's public schools will remain in place. And South Hadley will lift its indoor mandate this coming weekend. Okay. There you well, go. About time. And I know we've already had that happen here in East Longmeadow. We Spring- did. And, and in Springfield. Yes. Yeah. Again, though, you know, the uh, it's the blanket. The state said, well, okay, uh, nobody has to do mask mandates anymore. But then if you're a community, individual community or school board, you can decide. So that's the confusing part is the town to town, who's got the, the mask mandates, who doesn't. Uh, it's kind of a pain in the ass. Well, it's it's uh, you, you bring a mask with you wherever you go because mm-hmm, you know, yeah. who can keep track of everything? I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what towns are still demand or insisting upon the mask. So I at least bring it with me. Yep. Well, you're infringing upon my right to walk into a grocery store and just start coughing on people. <laughs> I want my freedoms back. There you go, Steve. Why yeah. not? That you got American freedoms that people fought and died for. That's right. State and city officials from East Hampton yesterday presented the Treehouse Foundation with a ceremonial check for two million bucks. Brief ceremony in the facility's community room. Treehouse, which is where children from foster care are placed in a stable family setting. They drink the beer there too. When they're of age, different treehouse. And I'm glad you said family setting because then you're just putting children in stables. 
<laughs> like, that doesn't seem right. A stable family setting. But they got beer, so they're okay. I, well, again, if they're of age, right? If yeah. they're drinking age. Uh, many of these kids have done just great under the guidance of the Treehouse Foundation, put with adoptive parents and grandparents. It's so successful, there's talk of replicating the Treehouse Foundation in other parts of the Bay State as well. All right. Well, there you go. Congrats to them, right? Good organization. Events to celebrate Worcester's 300th anniversary will start off with a bang in June. The city announcing yesterday that their tercentennial weekend will begin Friday, June 10th with a kickoff event featuring a stroll in the Canal District. And fireworks at Polar Park, where there's baseball. Or hopefully there's baseball this year. I haven't been there yet. I haven't either. To Polar Park? Yeah. They say it's great. Looks like we're going to be doing that for baseball games this year. I do everything I can to try to avoid Worcester at all costs. What are you talking about? Worcester's a fine city Eh. if you're looking to get robbed. No, I'm not really. I mean, the last time I was in Worcester, I was in kind of a shady part of town. And by shady, I mean all of it. Mm -hmm. I used to to work in, uh, in downtown Worcester. Uh, right across the street uh, from where the fire happened, uh, where that in, de- in December right. in '99, and uh, I w- was actually working there when that fire happened, which was was horrible. But uh, it is a really kind of a dump of a city for the most part. There's a good barbecue yeah. joint there, by the way, and I forget the name of it. But well, it's you know, we really got a good, good. Bar- we got a perfectly good barbecue joint right yes. here in the, the city of Holmes. Yeah, I don't know. This was like 25 years ago, mm-hmm. so uh, they had uh, there was uh, the del- there was a Polish uh, bakery, mm-hmm. and uh, I would go there and get the uh, punchkis. No, the, the, the nice little Polish lady behind the counter. I would order a, 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 a cumin seed bagel, right? Yeah, uh, with uh, with chive cream cheese. Mm-hmm. She was like. You want your cumin bagel with chive, boy? <laughs> and I would say yes, and then she would make me the thing. I was, she was like my little girlfriend. Yeah, she sounded yeah. like the lunch yeah. lady in, at the school. Would you like to make you smear the cream cheese all over your cumin bagel, baby? <laughs> um, this is in Worcester, you say? Yeah, it was Worcester. So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go all the way to Leder- Worcester. Liederman's Bakery. I'm maybe. sure it's great, but I would if I'm going to go to a Polish bakery, I'd probably go to Chamura's in the Orchard instead. Well, I'm sure, but we're talking about staying Worcester. local. Local is what I I'm talking about. We're like, local. local. But we can visit surrounding communities no, and enjoy some of the stuff going on there. Hey, you want that syndicated money back? You're <laughs> going to have to start talking about other places in this state. I'm not talking about syndicated money. <laughs> well, you never all. know. We could beat the radio stations over there in Worcester anyway. We we probably could. Right. One step at a time here, boys. Let's like uh, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. No. This is only show number three. <laughs> what are you talking about we're shooting right to the moon here. All right, Worcester is not on the list of the happiest cities in the United States. Because you know why? It's, it's, well, go ahead. Because they live in Worcester. Well, that's not it, smartass. It's because they're not big enough. Wallet Hub recently ranked more than 180 of America's biggest cities for happiness. They used factors like satisfaction scores, depression rates. Physical and emotional health, income growth, employment rates, job satisfaction, and even weather. The 10 happiest cities, Fremont, California at number one. Oh, yeah, lovely place. Right. And the only one in our general vicinity here in New England was Portland, Maine at 31st. That's really not that close. (laughs) No, but Boston got number 36 on the list for happiness. And by the way, dead last among cities in the United States. Springfield, Massachusetts. No, not big enough, yeah. as was the case with Worcester. Think think big cities. Who's got the worst rate New, of happiness? New York. 
Detroit is dead last. Detroit, Detroit yeah, that's uh, you know, it's not, it's not a happy place. Our, our our parent company is out near there, isn't it? That's and right. they're not a happy. Place. They're not a happy bunch of people. <laughs> I don't right. know. This week they are not a happy bunch <laughs> well, of people. Well, now, well, yeah, but now they're even less happy. Yeah, of course, week. and uh, you know, now I can understand some of the. <laughs> You know, sometimes it just needs to be put in perspective yeah, for that's, you. That's it. Uh, why people behave the way they do. That's mm-hmm. correct. Yeah. Those Bentleys, <clears throat> Lamborghinis, and Porsches are officially gone. The Felicity Ace, it's that 650-foot-long cargo ship that caught fire and had been adrift at sea, yeah. has sunk. Oh, that's oh. too bad. Roughly 250 miles. Let me get out my tiny violin for all the rich people who right. lost their $400,000 vehicles in mm-hmm. the water. It happened off the coast of Portugal, so that ship and all those cars now at the bottom of the sea. You know, I would feel bad if it was like a cargo ship full of food for Mm -hmm. six starving children. Right. But a uh, a cargo ship full of four to five hundred thousand dollar vehicles really doesn't affect me in any way. Well, it's all about scale, Steve. I mean, if 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 like uh, let's say it was a cargo ship full of minivans. Or yeah, uh, pickup yeah. trucks, because you, you have one of each. Yeah. You'd probably be devastated. I would be, oh my God, my minivan is at the bottom of the sea. That's what it. What am I going to do? You'd be dis- it's, it's the same thing with someone who's just bought themselves a $300,000 Bentley. Yeah, but I you know, I, I just don't, I don't, it doesn't matter to me. It really shouldn't matter to any of us, to tell you the truth. No. It's not like we could afford any of those kind of, of vehicles. No, but it, it meant something to the Massachusetts car dealers who were looking to then sell those vehicles and generate revenue off of them. Like all the Bentley dealers that are here locally. Yeah, all the Bentleys and the Lamborghinis mm-hmm. the dealers and all those uh, fine shops. <laughs> well, and if you were somebody who had one of those vehicles on board, now you got to consider maybe another option. So, Gary, Rome Hyundai would be the place to go, I think. It's uh, Bentley Bob's out in Sunderland. <laughs> How about that? That would be the place for the Bentley dealership, Sunderland, or what? <laughs> no, I'm just making a joke. Well, no, I'm, I, it could happen. It's I out don't in know. the middle of nowhere. I know that, but, like, yeah, nobody, you know. Nobody would really buy a Bentley out there. Well, maybe the Carvana in Southwick. Yeah, maybe well, you have yeah. some, some of those. That ain't never That's, that's not happening either. <laughs> it is going to be. Highs in the low 40s today, mid-30s the rest of the week. We might hit 60 on Sunday. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, have we reached the mass hat portion of the show? Is that right? Have yeah, we, we are, uh, yep. are uh, going to be going to the mass hat. This, this one is shocking, and this is the one I think we need another level of mass hat to go to. And maybe it is your time for the title that you suggested. Okay. Well, maybe you want to tell that when we come back. Yeah, we, let's we will. hold off until we uh, yeah. actually get there. We will get there in just a couple of minutes. The Mass Hat coming up on Rock 102. GG Inks screen printing. 647 with back Steve and Dave and the Rolling Stones on Rock 102. A dollar uh, historic uh, puffy marshmallows today with a high of 41. Tomorrow, blinking bunghole with a high of 34. It is 34 and uh, marshmallowy in downtown Springfield. Well, now, how can you tell that it's dollar store marshmallows? Do they look crusty? Rusty and yeah. old? Is they're that what you're stale. saying? Yeah, they look like the same uh, marshmallows from yesterday, so okay. that's why they kind of look a little cheapened up. Are there any uh, dirty bird's nests in the uh, forecast? You want a dirty bird's nest? Well, I'm just saying, I uh, want to know how to how to dress. Well, it's going to be a blimpy kind of a day today. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Now that the weather is done... 
time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. Yeah, we're going to crown Shelly Vaughn today. And those descriptive terms we just heard mm-hmm. don't do justice to the horrible thing that she did. All right. So maybe mass hat isn't good enough, Steve. Uh, maybe it could be mass to mouth. <laughs> Straight out of Athol to Yarmouth, it's mass to mouth on Rock 102. Well, when you hear this story... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you might agree. Don't that. don't even ask me about spending a weekend in Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Police say that 46-year-old Shelly Vaughn arrived at her ex-boyfriend's Clearwater, Florida condo on Sunday, smelling of alcohol and being verbally aggressive. Yep, got into an argument with the ex-boyfriend, and when he asked her to leave, mm. She picked up his dog and threw it off the balcony. Come oh, on. what? Come on. Seven floors. Bucky, a three-year-old pug, found dead on the pavement below. Ugh. Can you? I mean, she she's facing charges of animal cruelty. Right. Y- you think? Yeah. Criminal mischief and domestic battery. But that, I mean, it needs to be far worse than that. The boyfriend is seeking $30,000 in damages. I don't even think that's enough. It's horrifying Wait, to me. Where does that figure come in? How do you determine that the was it the price of the dog? Was it uh, you know? Oh, well, I'm going to be uh, so sad that the thirty thousand dollars should make me a little less sad about the death of my dog. Well, I mean, there's got to be like a emotional you know pain and suffering. Yeah, there's got to there's got to be some other uh, yeah. punitive thing. Well, plus I know they say that when somebody goes into prison, if they've done something horrible to a child, yeah. the other prisoners. Don't look kindly on that. I think this is going to be one of those cases, right? That, that's why you're not supposed to say what you did when you get to prison. Right. Or you make it sound a whole hell of a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Like you killed a bunch of people and you kicked the dog. So you look dangerous enough that nobody will come near you. Is that yeah, the what you're only saying? Way, well, the only way to uh, to see yourself through some of these uh, situations, you know, incarceration, mm-hmm. uh, whatever it may be, is to appear to be more insane yeah. than everybody else. Mm-hmm. No one wants to mess... I've never been any time. Uh, I've never spent any time in the stripey hole. But if mm. I, but if I were incarcerated, if I did commit a crime mm. and convicted and put in prison, right, I would, I would do everything I can to seem absolutely crazed. Who's gonna, who's gonna yeah. mess with you? Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you got to get that uh, like mental, like, like, like kind of one flew over the cuckoo's nest, kind of, kind of crazy. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Crazy you are, the more they'll leave you alone. Well, now, you guys are both dog owners. I've been a dog owner in the past. This mm-hmm. is horrifying to me. What What are you going to seek in retribution if somebody did that to your dog? Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think your uh, knee-jerk reaction would be like, well, I'm going to do something to your dog. Or but toss, I her, toss her off the balcony. Well, that, see, that's the where I was getting at because <laughs> I wouldn't be able to hurt, even if it right. was some scumbag's animal, I still wouldn't be able to hurt the animal. But I could hurt the scumbag. Mm-hmm. I could uh, I could do something to him. Yeah, my do- my dog is eighty five pounds. I mean, if there's a woman that can lift that <laughs> dog and throw him over a balcony, I got to tell you, I'm I'm probably not going to put put up much of a fight against this woman. She's clearly stronger than me. Uh, you know, uh, not that uh, what she did was right, but uh, my dog knocks over the trash all the time and eats things. 
I kind of can see where she might be coming from. Well, because they'll test you. Yeah. They'll test you. I mean, your dog yeah. definitely has tested you. That whole thing with the with the with the counter surfing and the uh, the eating of garbage. Uh, last week he ate an entire uh, walnut cinnamon coffee cake from Big Y. Oh my God! Uh, prized possession of my girlfriend, and uh, the thing he ate the whole thing. And the great thing is he just he eat he eats around he he eats through the packaging. He doesn't eat the packaging. He like. Kind of pushes it away right. and then eats the goods because he knows something's great inside. Yeah, but most animals, you know, they tear the thing apart. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just gonna tear this and leave it all over the floor. No, he left the box whole with just the uh, the film ripped on the top and ate the whole damn thing. Was, yeah. So none of this was salvageable. No, so you couldn't just like cut away the parts that he chewed into. No, but uh, you know what? <laughs> Serve it up. As angry yeah. as uh, she might have been about that situation, not once did she say, "I'm gonna throw him off the balcony." That is a scumbaggy, very scumbaggy move. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you're right. Worse than the regular mass hat we usually have. Right. 46-year-old Shelly Vaughn being charged again with animal cruelty. Yeah. Yeah. Criminal mischief. Yeah. Domestic battery. Yeah. But I think it needs to be worse than that. I just think I'm horrified by this. Well, I mean, mean, chances are this relationship has had other problems in the past. It's probably not the first time the cops have been called to defuse a situation. Yeah, this this was uh, this was the final straw. I think. Yeah, this is not something you do on a third date. All right. Well, your third dates, my third dates. Oh yeah, we're throwing puppies <laughs> left and right off balconies. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, look, in order to cleanse the pal, because I'm really disturbed about this. I'm a dog yeah. lover. I I, yeah, I, I am. It. I'm really disturbed. Let let me just do another dog story. That's. Kind of cute, okay? Rem- okay. Remember we did the story earlier this week about the dog named Woof? Yes. And yeah. how the mom refused to take Woof? Because it had a bad name. Yeah, it was like, I'm not calling Woof, come here, Woof. She was embarrassed to take right. her son's dog for a walk. Well, we got something a little different than that. A woman recently took to Reddit where she explained that her neighbor needed to change his dog's name because she thinks it's inappropriate and offensive. His dog's name is called Boner. I can do that. Every morning, she explained on Reddit, I hear, Boner, 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 come back inside, Boner. <laughs> come, Boner. Come over here, Boner. Come, Boner. Oh, what a good Boner. Oh, look at oh, you. Nice, down, down, nice Boner. Boner. Down, Boner. Yeah. Down. Yeah. <laughs> come here, buddy. Come here. Now, she said on Reddit it may sound funny when you first hear it, but then she realized, I have to hear this every day, so she went to the neighbor and said, look, could you change the name of your dog? He basically laughed at her and went right back inside his house. He, that's it? That's it? That's it. Oh, man. You know, uh, these people naming dogs boners and things like that. Mm-hmm. What, 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 what has the world come to? I don't know. I actually like, kind of like that name. I do, too. Come here, boner. Next time we get a dog, I'm, it's going to be boner. Boner? Bad boner. Bad. Bad. Chubby or boner? One of the two. <laughs> my, side. my little boner ate the trash this morning. <laughs> He ate, a, he ate a cinnamon walnut coffee cake, too. It sounds like a problem. And by the way, if you shove a battery in your boner's mouth, then you, know, you deserve you all yeah. what you got coming to That's you. That's it. That's a triple A. <laughs> 6.55 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Like that pile of bacon you had for breakfast. Probably not the smartest. The following takes place between 7 a.m., and 8 a.m. Well, we're going to get there in a couple of minutes. It's 6.57 on Rock 102. Highs in the low 40s today, mid-30s the rest of the week. We might hit 60 on Sunday. Some heavy rains probable on Sunday afternoon. The weather is brought to you by Jay Smeagol Roofing. Visit jsmeagolroofing.com for more information. And here we go. The 102-second sports. 
starting with hockey. Springfield Thunderbirds hosting the Hershey Bears Friday night and the Providence Bruins this Saturday night at Mass Mutual Center. Go support the team. In basketball, the Celtics beat the Hawks last night, 107-98. And in college hoops, Matt McCall will be out as UMass men's basketball coach after the season is over. He's got two more games at the helm, but they've already notified him that he'll be done. McCall, 12-16 and 16 this year for the Minutemen, 58-81 and 81 in five seasons. They are home for Senior Day tonight at 7 o'clock against Fordham, and then one more game after that for Matt McCall. Then it's somebody else to run the Minutemen, just like the football program had to switch over recently as well. Baseball, the deadline is over, and no deal between the Major League Baseball owners and the Major League Baseball Players Association. So a bunch of games canceled for now, including the 2022 Red Sox opener, which was scheduled March 31st against Tampa Bay at Fenway Park. That will be at least delayed indefinitely if Major League Baseball follows through with its threat to cancel games. Football. Still a lot of talk about Tom Brady reconsidering his retirement, but Bruce Arians, the coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, said, no, I had a private conversation with Tom, and he fully closed the door, so it ain't happening. Arians also said that tight end Rob Gronkowski has continued his off-season workouts at the Bucks training facility, so it looks like Gronk might be back even though Tom Brady won't be. Coming up next in his view from the couch. Couch? Couch? It could be a couch. Okay, coming up next in his view from the couch, Bax will talk about all the problems the Russian NHL players have been facing. Straight ahead on Rock 102. This is WAQY. WAQY HD. View from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you know, I try to be a level-headed guy. I'm not the sort of fellow that's prone to wild fits of anger or resentment. Most of my snap judgments and unfair assessments of people, I choose to keep to myself. That's because, even if you're some sort of jerk, reacting to your jerkiness says more about me than it says about the guy who's being a jerk who simply can't help himself. So whenever I hear that there are people who are being targeted by prejudice and hatred, that's when I kick into gear and speak out. Did you realize that there are hardworking Russian hockey players in this country who are being harassed and discriminated against simply because they happen to be Russian, innocently playing hockey in NHL cities around this great country of ours? It's absolutely true. Yesterday, Agent Daniel Milstein, himself a former political refugee from the Ukraine, who represents more than 75% of the Russian-born hockey players in the NHL, told the media yesterday that there's been an astonishing level of hatred and discrimination focused on these Russian hockey players since the Russian invasion of the Ukraine. According to Milstein, he's had players call him and ask if he, if they and their families were safe here in the United States after being screamed at by fans, go back to Russia where you belong. In some cases, the harassment's been even worse than that. Now, you might remember that back in the 1940s, we rounded up thousands of tax-paying, vote-casting Asian Americans and placed them in internment camps because we simply didn't know how to behave like compassionate human beings. And now, we're bothering Russian hockey players for something they have nothing to do with 4,533 miles away. I'm always amazed by how stupid we can be to each other when most of these guys have been vocal in their opposition to the Russian invasion, and yet we just can't stop acting like a bunch of self-righteous, smug-faced jackholes. Listen, there's two months left of this regular hockey season. Let's all try to get along with each other and at least show a small shred of humanity. 
But hey, and never mind yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Paint and primer all in one? Does it really work? You bet it does. It's called Clark and Kensington, the house brand painted Rocky's Ace Hardware. Clark and Kensington delivers on the paint and primer all in one promise. Good people, rock solid service, and Clark and Kensington paint at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, it's Bax, Steve, and David Aerosmith, The Other Side. This is one of those tunes we were talking about at last hour where we had legal problems. Oh, yeah. Well, this was one of those examples, Standing in the Shadows of Love, a big Motown hit from the 1960s, and those guys won that lawsuit with Aerosmith over that song. They were the <laughs> Dua Lipa of their day. Exactly right. Um, by the way, uh, that song usually preceded by the Dulcimer Stomp on the album. Yeah, we don't have time for no dulcimer stomps. Exactly right. We try to cut it down to its, uh, to its very basic core. Uh, partly cloudy today, a high of 41 tonight. Cloudy and, a per- and periods of snow after midnight, but probably no more than an inch. Low at 28. And for tomorrow, mostly sunny, high of 38. Uh, it is 36 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Bex, Dave? Yes, Steve. How about a little round of Am I the A-Ho? Okay. All right. Uh, today's... You know, uh, we should probably get an intro for this. Some sort of pre-recorded uh, goofy thing. I don't yeah. think everything needs to have uh, an intro. No, I know, but, if, but, but if since it's, we've if it's been, perfect, if, right. it, like, if it fits. Well, since we've been doing this, we've been saying we need to get an intro for this, yeah. and we've never got an intro for this, which is part of the whole the, the whole thing. Maybe that's the great part about it. The it intro is to. that we don't have an intro. There you go. And See? we always say, hey, we should get an intro for this. Maybe people on the phones would like to suggest an intro for Am I the A-Hole? Yeah, you can uh, you can tell us that, and we'll, we'll take your calls. 293-1021. There you go. There you go. Uh, all right. Uh, my mom, so this, this he's a 26-year-old male. Mom is 54. Female, by the way. Okay. Just make sure that you knew that. Uh, my mom has always been insecure about her body. My mom isn't ugly by any means. She's beautiful in my eyes. But my mom recently had told me that she was considering plastic surgery for a long time, but couldn't because she had to prioritize her money on raising me. She didn't ask me for money or anything. I asked her if she was sure about it, and she said she was. So I got a full-ride scholarship to college, and I'm pretty financially stable myself. So I thought it would be nice if I paid for it. My mom said it wasn't necessary, but I insisted because I wanted to do something nice for her. My mom got breast implants and a facelift that I paid for fully. (laughs) Wow. She said she was really grateful and thanked me. Honestly, I was really happy for her because it gave her self-esteem a boost that she needed. She was very happy as well, and everything was fine. But when my girlfriend got to know about this situation, she was very upset. She told me that I should have let her know before I decided to do anything like that. She also told me, uh, she couldn't believe that I wasted my money on something like that. She also said it was unfair and I could have used that money to help pay off her college debt, which would have been more useful. Her college debt? Yeah. Is this, I tr- this is a girlfriend? Yeah, this is the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I tried to explain it to her, but she didn't listen and called my mom fake and told me she needs to get over her insecurities. Uh-oh. Ooh. Most of my friends also took my girlfriend's side on this one. And said helping the girlfriend pay off her college debt is a lot more important than mom's plastic surgery and big boobs, and they're all calling me an a-hole. I'm not sure if I did something wrong here, and I don't see what was wrong with paying for my mom's plastic surgery. It helped her get over her insecurities, and I'm really happy about it because she's feeling better now. So my question is, am I the a-hole for paying for mom's plastic surgery? And before we answer that question, let me say, folks are phoning in now. Wait till after the segment. 
to give us your suggestions on how yeah. we should present Am I the A-Hole. Yeah, we have to really screen phone calls yeah. around. Yeah. Especially now. Yeah. Um, here's, uh, here's my thoughts on this. Uh, the A-Hole in this situation is the girlfriend. Yes. Because this is something that he wanted to do for his mom. You are just his girlfriend. You are not his wife, which means... No, he shouldn't have to pay for your student loans. And do we know the ages of the son and the girlfriend involved? Does uh, it say? I said it in the beginning, uh, 26 male, uh, she's okay. a 54 female, okay. the mom, and the girlfriend's, I believe, is. Uh, he said uh, 25. Well, right. you're, you're getting into that area as a 26-year-old son where you need to fend for yourself, too. You know? Okay, like, well, it, the, it, and the kid has the wherewithal, the, the money yeah. to, to, yes. to spend like this. yes. He wants uh he wants to make his mom look good. Yeah. He had the money to do mm-hmm. it. I'm on this guy's side. I uh I believe that uh, mom needed those over the shoulder boulder holders mm-hmm. uh to to get her through the day to make her feel pretty. Oh yeah. And he's repaying her for all the things that she did for him as a child. Listen, there are a lot of 50-year-old women that uh, would feel a whole lot better if they had a whole, a whole new uh, set of boobs on them. Absolutely. On the other hand, is it kind of creepy that a son would pay for uh, mm-hmm. his mom's boobs? Yes. Well, I don't know. I mean, if you go on any kind of uh, pornography websites, uh, it's all about uh, moms and mom helping yeah. me but and, those, and but stepsisters. But don't you think that gives you kind of a, a like a slanted look about uh, human sexuality and body imaging? I don't know. Bax, I mean, he probably nourished himself off of those boobs when he was... Just a little tot, right? Well, maybe, yeah. maybe you know, you don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes uh, you know that's that's a thing culturally, and not so much uh, in, in other generations. But having said that, yeah. the girlfriend is not really entitled to his money. Red flag. Until yes, until they're engaged or married or like that. Yes, red flag. Uh, yeah, uh, she the girlfriend really has no say here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't expect somebody to pay for something for me if you were maybe engaged, maybe uh, if you were promised to nah. start a life together that you know you're going to be together for a while. But I'm not paying for your student loans. <laughs> I uh, I got bigger things to pay for, My like mom- a 36 F. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Mom needs a new rack and a new facelift, and you're worried about college loans. Yeah, look at you. Look at you and all your young and your perky suppleness. And look at my mother with her saggy boobs. You think she could have lived like that without me helping to pay for yeah, all of that? You, you think you're more needy than her? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess if the girlfriend becomes a wife, then maybe she has a little more claim at that point, but still... She's marrying into the family, if that's the case. Right. Yeah, and it's going to be a hard situation with, uh, you know, how some people have uh, trouble with their mother-in-laws, you know, getting along. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes a mother can be uh, too possessive over their son. Right. You can't imagine what this situation would be like. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, the only thing that she said that uh, is probably true is the mother should do what she can to get over her in- uh, insecurities. And mm-hmm. there may be other things that she could do besides breast implants you know there may be some other things that she could focus on but on the other hand uh, that's not really for you to decide whether the mother-in-law or the your boyfriend's uh, mother uh, does that yeah i think the the guy the son made a mistake by somehow disclosing the fact that this occurred to the girlfriend he could they could have they could have it could have just been, been a secret between the mom and the son and nobody would have had to know why don't we get off this mom and get on another one
You got another mom? Oh, yeah. Okay. Am I the a-hole for getting my mom out of the bathroom when she was naked? I know this sounds weird, but hear me out. <laughs> I'm also using a throwaway screen name because I don't want this to be on my main account. Mm-hmm. You know, he's probably very sure. popular among the Reddit crew. I, 21 male, I'm still living with my mom, 49 female, to save money since I'm in college. Mm-hmm. I've been dating my girlfriend, 21 female, for a year now. Yesterday, my girlfriend decided to come over and stay with me for a day. My mom had to attend a party at her workplace and came home late, and she was pretty exhausted and drunk. Dear Penthouse, (laughs) she went to take a shower. She usually likes to take very long showers to relax, so uh, I and my girlfriend just want to sleep. I woke up in the middle of the night because I needed to drink some water. That's when I noticed that the lights were turned on in my mom's bathroom. I called her from outside, but she didn't reply, so I looked for her, but I couldn't find her anywhere inside the house. My girlfriend woke up after she heard me calling my mom. She said maybe my mom was just taking another long shower and went back to sleep, but it seemed unusual to me. She wasn't replying to me. My mom, for some reason, doesn't lock the door when she's using the bathroom. She does close the door, but it doesn't lock the door from the inside. I knew this uh, from before, so I decided to open the door and go check on her, I'm not sure that was the best thing to do. I saw my mom naked in the bathtub. She wasn't drowning or anything, but she fell asleep in the bathtub, probably because she was really drunk. Ooh, Whitney Houston's my mom. <laughs> I, <laughs> might, might have saved her life then. Maybe. Might have. I couldn't just leave her in the bathtub like that, so I got her out and used a warm towel to get the water off her. I just uh, put her to bed after that and slept on the couch of her bedroom just in case something happened to her. It was very awkward, and when my mom woke up today after what happened last night, but I just tried to pretend as nothing happened. When my girlfriend got to know about this, she was very upset. When I was driving her to drop her off at her uh, her place, she told me how inappropriate it was. She said I should have at least let her know before I decided to go into her bathroom. I mean, I get it, but I was worried about my mom at the moment and didn't think anything about this. I asked my mom about it later, and she said she wasn't upset with me. She just felt embarrassed and thanked me for checking on her. So, my question is, am I the a-hole for this? (sighs) Yeah, because if if mom had been, like, injured or drowned in the the tub, then this kid did the right thing. Right, so he's not the a-hole. He, I don't think he's the a-hole. I really don't. I have a personal story from my own family history Okay, to relate to this. Do tell. Right. Aunt Helene, years ago, Ooh. go on. who had a single hair corkscrewing out of her chin, by go the way. Go on. A real looker. Aunt Helene failed to show up for Thanksgiving dinner one year. Yeah. And everybody's calling the phone over Aunt Helene's, no answer. So my grandfather rushed over to Aunt yeah. Helene's apartment. She lived alone yeah. with that single corkscrew hair growing yes. out of her chin. She never married, by the way. She said she once had a proposal for marriage from another guy, and uh, or a guy whose name was the same as hers. Her name was Aunt Helene Smith, and she claimed that she turned him down because his name was Smith, and she said, I, oh, I, I couldn't do that. I thought the guy's name was Aunt Helene. No. Mm. But anyway, uh, my grandfather rushes over there and finds Aunt Helene naked in the bathtub, stuck. Stuck, on the stuck in the bathtub? Stuck in the bathtub. She's pretty overweight. Okay. So he has to extract her from the bathtub. Why didn't he just call the fire department? My grandfather's a stand-up guy. He's like, you know, I'm going to take... You mean, different era. You know, he's like, I'm going to take... I'm going to do this the- myself. Exactly. 
And I'm so, going to get this broad out of this bathtub. <laughs> it's the last thing I do. So Eve, ho! <laughs> exactly right. He wedged Aunt Helene out of that bathtub, and she made it to the Thanksgiving right. dinner. So he's right. a hero. Yes. He saved her life. While she was naked and stuck uh, in the bathtub. See, again, you're right, Banks. I think, uh, you know, he is saving life. But mm-hmm. as the girlfriend's perspective, I'm going to take her side and go, mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of messed up. Why didn't you call me to come help another female in distress? Well, she might not have been strong enough yeah. to extract. Or or she might have been the kind of person who said, well, I'm not going to go in there and mm-hmm. deal with your naked mother. That's right. You know, she might have been that, that kind of person, too. But my real question is, what's with all these young guys uh, living with Brian Boobs with their mom <laughs> and I seeing know. them naked? A lot of, a lot of, a lot of mama's boys I'm out there. I'm telling you, this, uh, <laughs> this pornography culture is not good for our youth. It's just about 721 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Live. The Eagles making the four corners of Winslow, Arizona, world famous on Rock 102 with Bax, Steve, and Dave. Uh, puffy pillow like today with a high of 41. Uh, tomorrow, a glory hole with some Sharpie written around the outside of it <laughs> and a high of 34. It's fluffy pillow and 34 what, now in what, downtown Springfield. What color is the Sharpie written around that it's hole? Black. It's a black Sharpie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's other color Sharpies, yeah, right. but I mean, you know, the black one's the big one. It yeah. looks like hair. Yeah. Hey, if uh, you missed any uh, any part of uh, of the show, you can always check out the daily podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or directly from rock102.com. There's also Baxi's musical podcast this week. Uh, my guest, uh, well, I have a guest coming up next week. I'll, I'll tell you about it here in a second. Uh, but uh, Baxi's enormous record collection, looking at the 1984 classic album by Husker Du, Zen Arcade. You can check that out on rock102.com. And if everything goes uh, as planned, uh, later this week, I'll be talking to uh, a guy responsible for one of the most notorious and possibly destructive punk rock moments in television history. All right. And that would be coming up on Monday. It's a good one. Mm, I think it's I a know real what good. you're talking about. Do you? Yeah. What do you think it is? Uh, it was, uh, what the hell is his name? Barry Manilow. No. no. He had, uh, <laughs> he was on, uh, he was on a talk show. Wasn't it on a talk show that he did this? Uh, no. It wasn't. No, not no, this one. I'm thinking of the wrong guy. Yeah, it's okay. a it's a good one, and uh, so that'll be uh, on Monday, right on Rock102.com. Sweet. If you are l- looking to binge listen to this show, we do have the podcast available up and running. On the, my my mom already listening to yeah. every show. Is she criticizing you yet? No, she loves it so my, far. My parents listen to. Well, she doesn't like me. She likes you guys. Yeah. Well, uh, it's, <laughs> it's just like every other listener, I right. guess. Yeah, my, my parents listen to the uh, the podcast all the time. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, yesterday I got to, I had what is known as an air check session with my dad who told me everything. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> everything that sounded okay and everything that needed to be improved. Listen, didn't you win a Hall of Fame award yes. for broadcasting? That's correct. As And you're still not good enough for this man. <laughs> No, I think he is. No, no, he was very supportive. Yeah. Was he supportive? But oh, he was yeah. offering criticism. Well, too, I mean, just he? a couple of things. Hey, well, you know, I noticed this, and I noticed yeah, that. No, and... no, it should just stop with the support, <laughs> Mister Baxendale. Please, no, please. I'm, I'm sure it was. Son, I love your work. That Steve guy is great. Dave, I'm not so sure. About <laughs> it, doesn't, it, it doesn't really matter. This man is clearly not satisfied with what he has raised, Listen, have, and he uh, spent feels almost 56 years of my life disappointing my parents. If this this is not the moment that uh, that's where that's happening. Oh, man. Pretty damn sure. We, hey, but life at Rock 102 is pretty good. Not so much for one of Russia's oldest radio stations. We'll get to that coming up in a few minutes in the news on Rock 102. An old Jaguar XK. It's just about 732. 
with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. Uh, this month, Yankee Home is offering $1,400 off installation with no money down, no payments, and no interest for a full year. Visit yankeehomeimprovement.com and always use the keyword Rock 102. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. The news douche. Thank you. President Joe Biden's State of the Union address last night. I know news about what's happening can seem alarming to all Americans, but I want you to know we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. It was like two for Tuesday there with Joe Biden. We're going to be okay twice, just well, to yeah. let everyone know we're going to be okay. Well, you got to kind of do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Let people know they're going to be okay. Yeah. He also talked about taming inflation and coming out of the pandemic into a more normal situation. Not so much over in Russia, where Echo Moscovy, one of Russia's oldest radio stations was taken off the air yesterday because of its critical coverage of the invasion of Ukraine. Wasn't a uh, format change after their two for Tuesday? (laughs) I don't think so. Once again, as President Biden said... We're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. Not so much for Russia's oldest radio station. You can't do that. You can't be critical of the Kremlin in a time of crisis because you get censored. You get censored. That's what, Well, maybe they're going to revamp and call it the uh, Agatha, Agnesa, and Albert show. Those yeah. guys are good, though. They are good. They were, they were in some top markets in the, yeah. in the so, former Soviet you get Union. The Dmitry, Boris, and Borislav. <laughs> are, are they Russian Broadcasting Hall of Fame members or not? Uh, well, uh, two out of three were. The morning Borscht Flakes. Yeah. This is the Borscht Flakes. Give me up food. So what are they going to do with all those T-shirts now? I'm sure they have T-shirts and a station van. they got to rewrap that in sure. vinyl. What are they going to do? I don't know. I don't know. And and by the way... What about their work release uh, events? What, are they going to have to cancel those? What about those bobbleheads? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of it. A problem now. They're also threatening to take a, a TV station off the air there as well because it had some critical coverage of the invasion as well. What I, shall we do with the Vladimir's Wheel of Goat Meat? Uh, what we do is we change it to a different sponsor, uh, Zelensky's Wheel of Goat Meat. <laughs> well, the listeners will not put up with no goat meat right. at these events. Right. Let me tell you about Zelensky. The president of Ukraine uh-huh. is, has become a sex symbol. We're going to get to that in Now Hear This coming up in about 10 or 15 minutes on the show. But that's okay. for another time. Yeah, there's a, there's a picture out there mm-hmm. of uh, Zelensky with his family, mm-hmm. you know, two kids and uh, his, uh, his wife. Mm-hmm. And the, and the kids are smiling and laughing. Uh, I mean, they're wearing like, a, like I don't know, like Halloween makeup or something like that. And it just seems like, man, what a happy little family. Who knew this guy had so much ass kickery in him? Mm-hmm. You, well, you gotta, I mean, you got to respect the dude. That guy has got it all over the place. What do you hear what he was up to before he became president of Ukraine? Again, we're going to get to that and now hear this. Yeah. Attorney General Maura Healey has raised more than $412,000 in February alone. That brings her war chest above $4.2 million in the Democratic race for Massachusetts governor. That is more than all the other candidates from both parties combined. Well, they better get cracking then. I was going to say, we just give her the position at this point? I mean, doesn't the person with the most money win Monopoly or governorships? I mean, isn't isn't it a a done deal at this point? No, I never knew how to play Monopoly until I was like 14 or 15 years old. Really? 
Yeah, I, I think I've told you this before, Bex. Uh, my grandmother, whose also name was uh, Helen Smith, by the way, not Helena Smith, but it was Helen Smith. Nice, we have something in common. And uh, Helen uh, really didn't want to interact with her grandchildren mm-hmm. too much where she would use any sort of physical activity. Mm-hmm. So uh, she would set herself up with uh, uh, beef eater martinis right. on the rocks with an olive. At a girl. And then she would smoke her Eve Light 120s, which were like two-by-four cigarettes, right? <laughs> like Virginia Slims, and but she, to the max. And she'd be like, get the Monopoly out. We're going to play Monopoly. Well, she was also too, uh, she was very uninterested to play Monopoly. Mm-hmm. So she just kind of did her own shortened version where we just rolled the die and picked out the little cool little uh, the little cars and the, you know, the, thump, the, the right. thumb, thumb thimbles and things like that. And then and that's all we did. And then we would just exchange money. We never bought properties. We never. And then when I was like 14 or 15 years old, I go over to a party at somebody's house and they're like, hey, let's play Monopoly. And I'm like, that's not the way you play Monopoly. <laughs> and then uh, and then I realized it was a, this whole elaborate thing mm-hmm. that you have to build houses or buy houses and properties and things like that. Yeah, I, I told the, the story before. My, one day uh, my kids decided, hey, dad. Let's play a game of Monopoly. The whole family. Nice. And uh, I said to them, as I well, listen, uh, we can we can play, but I will tell you, this game never ever ends. And they're like, oh, come on, Dad, it can't be that bad. Mm-hmm. Five and a half hours later, yep. I got three young girls crying because they're so tired and confused about how to end this game, and I'm walking off of there with hotels on every single property, and I crushed them. It was fantastic. Well, plus it can be uh, it can be humiliating as a young kid if you are the loser at Monopoly. Oh, they were all losers that day, and the old man was the big tycoon of of uh, of of New Jersey. Oh, the uh, the boardwalk. He oh had, yeah, uh, I had Park a, Place, Atlantic Avenue, Park Place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and my kids landed on. Baltic Avenue with oh. a hotel on it. Oh, Lord. Well, you don't even fantastic. get much for that. That's that purple monstra. Isn't Baltic a Yes, yeah, that's the first one, Jim. Yeah. Got. That's easy pickings. Yeah, Land I, on a hotel on Baltic, and we'll see who's got trouble. I, uh, I never really enjoyed Monopoly since then. Well, you were deprived. You didn't play Monopoly properly, nor did you play Risk, as we found out yesterday No, I on never the show. played Risk. There's a lot of games I haven't played. I never played the Game of Life. Ah. Oh. Never. That's a classic. Yeah. Well, we never had those things. We had trouble. You know that oh, was with the Popomatic, the hungry, hungry hippos. That's good too. Uh, Do you have Rock'em Sock'em robots? No, but I think my brother might have had those. But I had um, uh, what was the other one? Parcheesi. Uh, no, not Parcheesi. Barrel full of monkeys. Did no, you ever play that? No, we we played like a lot of Trivial Pursuit and mm-hmm. things like wow, that. Wow, okay. Right, like Scrabble. Scrabble was a big thing. Sure. That's why I'm such a big Words with Friends fan, even though I have no friends to play with. It's not that hard to find friends on Words with Friends. I don't want to make new friends. You're though. not making That's new the... friends. You're taking your Facebook friends and you're playing with them. Yeah, but are those really my friends or are you're they just supporters? You pick and choose who you want to play with. Yeah, I guess so. Springfield Mayor Dom Sarno has new friends. He has named his new five-member police commission, now in place to oversee the operations of the police department in Springfield. The appointees are Gary Bertie, professor of criminal justice at Springfield College, Madeline Fernandez, a 20-year veteran of the Hampton County Sheriff's Department, Robert Jackson, owner of a local security business, Norman Roldan, former school committee member and community advocate, and Albert Trangizi, a retired Human Resource Manager. What is this uh, group for? This is the... Police Commission. Police Commission. The Police Commission? Yes. Yeah. Are any of them police officers? Uh, again, 
criminal justice background for the one uh, guy from Springfield College, a veteran of the Hampton County Sheriff's Department for one of the women who was appointed, and then local security business experience for one of the other guys. But I think what Dom Sarno is trying to do here, maybe we can get him on the show coming up soon, is to try and have people from various backgrounds. Well, I think they want um, a non-biased commission. If you have you know people who are either in the union or police officers or, or former p- you know, police officers, yeah, there are going to be some people who say, well, you know, you're just you know, you're just protecting your own. You're not really commissioning. Mm-hmm. Good you point. Know, I, I think that's it. You got to, uh, you know, uh, Mayor Dom Dom there. Uh, it takes a lot of heat from from all these. Sure. I mean, you're running a big city, so you're well big enough, but you're running a, a, a decent sized city. That uh, you don't need all this guff from all these people. What do you think uh, Mayor Dom Dom says when he's got uh, his door closed? Listen, all you dingbats out there, Mayor Dom Dom has a lot to do, okay? And I don't need anybody telling me how to do my job. Do I go to McDonald's and slap the burger out of your fan? I don't think so. You tell him, Mayor. Yeah. (laughs) Or those hookers down on Worthington Street. Do I go to your job and slap whatever I want out of your mouth? I don't think so. I don't think he's saying that. Just saying. (laughs) Oh, actually, I think you'd be surprised what he's capable of saying. Maybe privately, but but not publicly. Well, listen, he's a... I always feel bad for people like that when they have to do like so much like public relations like damage control when you've had all these problems with the police department it's that's not you know it's it, that's been ongoing for years now right and uh it's re- I, I, when you're not like a cop and you're you're more of a politician it's really hard to kind of manage all those things at sure, once. Sure, but, you know. but you're talking about Dominic, and, and you, you, Dom, Dom was built for this. It's, you know, if you were going to put yeah. together like the, the Terminator of mayors, yeah. you know, you know, Dom's what you would probably come up with. Listen, I'm that other Terminator, the one that melts into things. <laughs> I can bind myself into a police commissioner. I can bind myself into a city council meeting. You don't ever know where I'm going to show up next. I say we get him on yeah, to talk well, about yeah. his new police Meanwhile, commission. Meanwhile, this is the same mayor that came up yeah. to us just a handful of years ago and said, okay, okay, okay. Let me see the picture of Steve <laughs> Dog's Steve, penis. Steve Stock's penis. Everybody right, wanted mayor. to see that. Everybody thing. did, yeah, yeah. And even, the, even the mayor. I haven't seen it yet. Coming up in less than 10 minutes in Now Hear This, <laughs> yeah. we've got the reasons why President Zelensky from the Ukraine has become a sex symbol, and also perhaps the dumbest panel of contestants in the history of Wheel of Fortune. Straight ahead in Now Hear This with Bax, Steve, and Dave on Rock 102. The 99 Restaurant is the... Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 747 and Queen with Bax, Steve, and Dave on Rock 102. Actually, uh, forecast changing now. Going to be sunny Salt Lake Licky. Salt Licky? Salt Lake Licky. Salt Lake Licky. Yeah. All right. Very sunny and bright today. And okay. uh, a high of uh, 36, and uh, it is 34 in downtown Springfield. Now hear this. Now hear this. I'm so glad to hear that. I'm only hearing what you want to hear. Now hear this with Bax, Steve, and Dave in the morning mm-hmm. on Rock 102. You're only hearing what you want to hear. 
Okay. All right. So we got uh, we got a whole bunch lined up here, right? Yeah, we do. Audio clip number one pertains to Ukraine President Volodymyr Zelensky and how he has become a sex symbol. So hot. And let's compare the toxic masculinity of Vladimir Putin to just the masculinity and hotness of Zelensky. This should be a lesson for all men. One woman's opinion mm-hmm. about the president of Ukraine and one of the reasons why he has become a sex symbol is this clip right here. That's when Zelensky portrayed Paddington in the Russian version of that cartoon. So he's, he's doing, like, voice work? He was. Back no in kidding. 2014 through, through 2017. Uh, this guy's a badass. He really is. He would voice cartoons yeah. and, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and stave off the, the Russians. And yeah. not only that, he won... The first Ukrainian version of Dancing with the Stars. Oh, how could you not like the guy? Right? You see you see the video of him dancing? No. Dude can cut a rug. Really? Oh, yeah. He had, the dude had moves. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, I think uh, what people are saying is that, uh, you know, he's, he's one of these guys that not only is he, you know, we have celebrities in this country who become politicians, mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, even right? Donald Trump. Uh, right. But not, I don't think any one of those people... Uh, would fight, put on military fatigues, and start fighting the enemy uh, on your Facebook Live no, account because they, they put them in, in like an underground bunker to protect them. Zelensky's out there, and he's looking to like slap bombs out of the air. Yeah, this uh, guy's a badass. Well, he was also a, a former stand-up comedian as well, Steve. Now, see, I could be, the, I would be the president of Ukraine. There you go. Although, again, I don't think I have the balls to go out and just, <laughs> you know, fight artillery yeah. uh, in the streets. That's sound clip number one. All okay. right. All right. Or actually, numbers one and two. We heard from a woman who's in love with the president of Ukraine, and we heard from president of Ukraine portraying Paddington. What does this sound like to you guys? Check this out. What do you think? That sounds like uh, a motorcycle revving up or Chewbacca. Kind of does. One more time. It does sound just like that. Well, my, it's, my dog snores like that. It, well, it could be that as well. As it turns out, it's the sound of a young girl having dinner with her parents in Staffordshire, England, and she's farting. <laughs> parents finding it hilarious. That's very, uh, yeah, hey, wow. why not? That's, uh, that's guttural. I mean, that, that has gone viral. That's, by the that's way. a deep body uh, flatulent right there. Now, once so again, proud of my little girl. Right. Oh, kid, yeah. you're, you're going places. You made mom and dad so happy. She's gone viral. Yeah. All right. That's there you hot. go. That's hot. And sound clip number four. As I was saying earlier, perhaps the dumbest panel of contestants in the history of Wheel of Fortune. I'll buy a bell. Okay. An O. Two O's. I'll solve. Okay. Another feather in your hat. Ooh. Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. So close. All right, well, the next person will get it because that's pretty easy, it's right? simple. <laughs> Another feather in your... Uh... 6.50. G. No G. <laughs> Thomas. Okay. Right. The next guy will get it, yes. right? 
contestant number three. There's always one smart person out of all of them. Bankrupt concert. Bankrupt try to solve the puzzle. I'll solve. Okay. Another feather in your lap. Oh, man. So close. Although the feather is moving around. No, it's moving around. Oh, yeah. Now, another spin, Pat. This'll do it for sure. 900. D. No. Thomas. Thomas, I think the wheel got... Laura, you have another opportunity here. You can spin the wheel. You can try to solve the puzzle. What do you want to do? Go ahead and spin if you don't know. I'm going to go ahead and spin. Yeah, don't get buzzed out here on time. Well, what letter would you like? <laughs> a P? Yes, there's a P. Yeah. All right, okay. she's close. Oh, okay. She's close. Right. Here we go. Okay. She's going to get it now. Here we go. Here we go. She's going to get it right now. I will solve. Yes. Another feather in your map. Map. Christopher, it's your turn. So close. Map. Two. Bankrupt. Oh, my goodness. The bankrupt got you. <laughs> Thomas, you have no money. I don't know. Do you want to spin? You I'll, I'll spin. Okay. <laughs> so what letter would you like? A C. Is there a C yes. up there anywhere? Yeah. There you go. You want to solve this? Yeah, I'll solve. Another feather in your cap. Yeah. Oh, oh hey, he finally got it. Congratulations. Wow. What? I <laughs> How stupid can people be? How I mean, I get the, uh, you know, you've hit the bankrupt thing, yeah. you're going to lose your turn. But. How does Sajak not blow his top when it happened, when, when something this stupid happens? Well, because you got to remember, they, they, they film these game shows, like five of these a day. You know, for for like an entire month. Yeah, but this doesn't normally happen. Does he? Does he ever just snap and say, "What the f is wrong with you, idiots?" Oh, we need the outtakes. I oh, think there's got to right. be. There's yeah. got to right? be outtakes. Yeah, yeah there's, well, I he I don't think I think he's too nice of a guy and professional enough that he doesn't lose his crap when he when he meets people like this. Oh, I think even the best professional loses his crap over <laughs> something like this. Well, and, and especially uh, a failed talk show host like Pat Sajak. Absolutely. How long did that thing last? Yeah, but you know what? He's made his money mm-hmm. uh, tenfold doing hosting that show for the last forty years. But it, would you want to be known for something stupid like hosting that game show? Or yeah, maybe just yeah. not be yeah. famous at all? Yeah, yeah. that if, kind of money, If sure. I could work a month out of the year, yes. <laughs> yes, that's it. I would totally be the worst game show ever, host ever. And for the contestant who selected a, was it a G? When they asked for a G? Is that going to be another feather in your gap? Yeah, no Ooh, idea. Hey, now, hey. what did you just say? <laughs> that's got to be uncomfortable. <laughs> it's 7.55 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 808 and Billy Idol on Rock 102. Uh, fluffy fluffy marshmallows today in a high of 41. And tomorrow, uh, going to see a, uh, a blinking rusty sheriff's badge with a high of 34. It's uh, fluffy pillows right now in 36 in downtown Springfield. No fluffy marshmallows in Birmingham, Alabama, where there was uh, quite a spill earlier this week. Here's a reporter talking about the whole thing. Well, there are signs of progress here at Dead Man's Curve, but the road is still unfortunately closed more than five hours after this started. 40,000 pounds of chicken fat just spilled all over the road here when an 18-wheeler overturned. Happened in Birmingham, Alabama. Is that Mr. Garrison? No, it sounds like Fred Schneider from the (laughs) B-52s. 
Ten. No. <laughs> ten. <laughs> right. No, she says yeah, that. Right. right. If you say a fighter that on the side of the road and says <laughs> 15 miles to the check and coat. <laughs> Would you like to hear him again to compare? No, sure. no, no. I mean, that's I got, I got, I got it. So there's chicken fat on the road. Forty-five thousand pounds of it. And that's a lot of chicken. Am I crazy? Or is that a lot of chicken? That's fat? That's a lot of chicken. Not fat. for Birmingham, Alabama. But I bet it smells so good the following day. Authorities say no one was injured when the tractor trailer overturned, but the cleanup took a while and is ongoing in Birmingham. Again, at the, quote, Dead Man's Curve location. Doesn't say exactly where that is in Birmingham, Alabama. But I was wondering if there were a dead man's curve here in Western Mass. Well, I mean, there's uh. a couple of areas where uh, it's known for a lot of accidents, like on 91. So where would the chicken fat spill here in Western Mass? Exactly. Because I know uh, that, that when you get off of 91 and head toward Boston, that's what? that's kind of a... What? 91 doesn't go to Boston. No, no. When you get, I said, when you get off, off. of 91 oh, and you head, head like, on the pike and stuff, that the curve there is pretty hairy, especially at the rate of speed the cars are traveling. Well, yeah, but it's also regulated for like 35 miles per hour, and they have the big signs there. The more dangerous curve would be the Long Meadow curve. That's always a, a, a big one. That's Bad where thing. all the. That's where you come over the border into Connecticut and you're traveling for about two miles, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden all the traffic comes down to about. Two lanes, and there's three lanes there. One lane goes up Route 5. All right. And then the other two continue on 91. And then there's the Chickabee <laughs> Curve, which is, uh, you know, like where, like 391 is, like as it heads into uh, yeah, West right. Springfield. Well, if people you're going to have- People don't know how to manage that thing worth a damn. If yeah. you're going to have chicken fat spill anywhere, it'd be in Chickabee, I would think. Matter of fact, uh, the Chickabee Curve, uh, God, how long many years ago was that? That was the tanker. The, oh, my the God. The oil tanker. Yeah. That was a that was horrible, terrible. horrible oh, yeah. story. This guy- mm-hmm. Comes out on from 391 onto 91, and this trucker who was driving a, a giant, uh, you know, thing of gasoline, mm-hmm. uh, he saved the man, I believe, by tipping the truck over. Mm-hmm. But he blowed up. But he done blowed up, oh, and boy. it was an awful, awful uh, thing. I mean, the guy survived for like another two days, I think, in a burn unit, mm-hmm. and then they had to pull the plug on him. So. Someone's uh, saying, "How about the uh, the hairpin turn of the Mohawk Trail?" Yeah, that's not a that's not a real good one either. Yeah, they, but I, but that's like one of those things you don't drive ninety miles an hour. To no, get you're to. going like twenty miles an hour yeah. around that thing. Well, but you don't have to be going a high rate of speed in order to turn over or flip or maybe slide on some black ice and cause an accident. It can happen at any speed. You know, if you take uh, if you take ninety heading west, get on the pike, you head west, and you go into like Ohio. Mm-hmm. And you find yourself heading into Cleveland. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever done this. Oh, I have, yeah. You know exactly what I'm getting at? Yes. There's a, <laughs> there's a part of Route 90 mm-hmm. which takes an abrupt left-hand turn. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like if you're not paying attention or on your phone or not you know, looking for radio stations to click through, you will die. It's as simple as that. It's like that fast, and it's not like a like a like a slow curve. It's a hairpin turn on a major interstate highway. Oh, that's safe for anybody. Yeah, is there like signs miles away saying that hey, there's this thing coming up, and of you course, better slow but, down? But who in their right minds is reading any of that garbage? Well, well kind of like the signs for Pedro's in South Carolina, which wh- start hitting you about 150 uh, miles away. Well, Dave, uh, you know, from a guy who's uh, from Syracuse, worked in Syracuse mm-hmm. at least. Um, the bridge on the Onondaga Parkway. The bridge always wins, doesn't it, Steve? The bridge always wins, and unfortunately, uh, that they they painted. 
This this thing had so many trucks get shaved off the top, yep. or the trucks got stuck underneath this yep. damn bridge for years. And for years, the DOT would put like yellow. The whole thing would be who's that? That's that you? me. What I are you doing? Why. Somebody trying to find you? No, I've lost. Yeah. I've lost the 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 watch I'm wearing on my arm. I thought that was your wife calling you. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. She's working right now. You're not going into anaphylactic shock or anything, are you? You're okay? Yeah, no, right. I'm doing I'm doing all right. all right. Don't you worry about a thing. So yeah, this bridge that Steve is yeah, talking so about. Bridge, yeah, they they would paint the road. They mm-hmm. they painted the all the lanes in it going, do not go this way. <laughs> and that guy with the mega bus. Yes. It was a mega bus. That was an awful accident. Yes. That killed uh, quite a few people. Yeah. The whole top of the double decker bus got shaved off. Yeah, the truck drivers or bus drivers wouldn't pay attention to the bridge that was coming at them that they could clearly see from a mile away, by the way. I I think Super Dave Osborne did that once. I think he He did. He was playing piano on top of a bus, and all of a sudden they went into an overpass, overpass and he got got swiped. This was much more devastating, of course, because uh, Super Dave Osborne actually lived through that. Where these people didn't. Yeah. Well, yes. But I would ask for at least half off of my ticket <laughs> from Megabus. When it wasn't the Megabus incident, when it was just 18 wheelers yeah. losing the top of their rig or something like that, we would play the Rocky music because every yeah. time it was a battle between bridge and human driving a truck, and every single stinking time the yeah, bridge you was get, victorious. You ain't getting around that bridge yeah. uh, uh, safely. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, let me uh, let me bring you back a little bit closer to uh, the area. I don't know if you guys uh, saw this on Mass Live yesterday, but uh, Primo's Pizza up on Worthington Street in mm-hmm. Springfield uh, announced uh, on its Facebook page that uh, they are closing after 60 years in business. Oh, is there still time to get in and... Grab yeah, some. Well, I, th- I think uh, I think so. I'm not sure okay. the exact final day that they're uh, but they're that they're open. But you know they opened in the 70s and now they're wow. uh, they're shutting down. Well, I have to tell you, and I'm maybe embarrassed to say this, I've never walked into the place. I've never I've never even really seen it. Uh, but I believe this was the pizza place that uh, Greg Bigda left his car running, and those two kids stole it and drove it to Palmer. Uh, it could very well be. I mean, I think that's uh, not too far from, uh, say, like the Ale House, which is a notorious yeah. uh, you know, police officer hangout. Well, I'm going to go. You guys haven't been? I haven't been. I'm going to try and go if it's still open for yeah. a little time. Yeah, you go. And, and and is it a good idea to go and get a pie from a place that's soon to be closing? Are they going to serve you up something good? No. or they Have they lost? No, the- I don't think so. Did they give a reason why it was closing? Um, they no. They just they just said that after sixty years in business, it's yeah. uh, it's time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it's a family business, and they're probably saying, hey, you know what? We're tired of making pizzas on Worthington Street. Yeah, when it, when when Friendly's closes uh, abruptly, mm-hmm. that's the place you don't want to go get a meal at. I'm mm-hmm. being told they're closing on the seventh, so you still have a couple of days. All right, yeah. and you still think they'll be cranking out quality pies until that happens? Yes. I, I again, never having eaten there, it's hard for me to say for sure. But uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and do it. And uh, a lot of people say, I got one guy saying here, uh, great pizza, one of my favorites in Springfield. But the article uh, said it closed past Monday, I believe. Well, I'm listen. Oh. I'm getting I'm getting mixed okay. signals here. Well, but, you know, but I would think that since like the fifth alarm uh, went out of business, probably less people saying, "Man, I, I've got to eat something." Because I've just spent all that time uh, at hysterectomy night at the fifth alarm. Yeah. That maybe it's time to get something into my system. All those good places down there. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Oh yeah, these are these are tough times for some folks.
Uh, but if you're down there and getting that pizza, make mm-hmm. sure you're looking for any kind of unattended police vehicles, perhaps, that we could take for a joyride over to Palmer and maybe get kicked in the face uh, a couple of times yeah. or two. Yeah, don't yeah. people know it's illegal to leave don't. your car running while you're inside of a convenience store or a pizza shop or any place for that matter? Yeah. You can't do that. Have a, have a guy tell us that he's going to plant drugs on us and uh, send us yeah. away to prison for 20 years? I'm sure that'll be one. You, you get what you deserve if you leave your car running outside of any place, but I say. in the end, exonerated and done. Doesn't that make everybody feel a whole hell of a lot better? Yes, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> Even though it's all on video. It's 817 with Max, Steve, and Dave and Rock 102. This week, it's a Thunderbird The Clash. Rock the Casbah on Rock 102 with Max, Steve, and Dave and that little version of the song Dixie that plays in the middle of that song, you know, that monophonic Dixie? Okay. You remember that? In the, yeah. From that song? So that was generated by a, a, a digital wristwatch that Mick Jones owned. It was one of those, apparently those uh, alarms going off on his digital wristwatch mm. that they used and incorporated into that song. The thing I remember from the video is the armadillo and then the people drinking beer in that video. Yeah, and they, and they used to complain that videos were stupid back mm-hmm. in the early right? 80s. I never figured that out. They seem so... It's like when they get the guys from uh, Big Country. Yes. In a big country. Yes. And all, all you saw them do were like drive like ATVs and <laughs> around a field. Dressed like Haystack Calhoun. Yeah, that was a good video. Yeah, and but they don't make videos at all really anymore. Or if they do, they aren't creative ones like that. So uh, yesterday... I don't know if you got something here, but let me just uh, do a little, uh, little something something here. Yes, yeah. Yesterday uh, we posted a picture... That uh, in in coordination with Dunkin' Donuts, they wanted me to uh, sample a delicious new salted caramel cream cold brew coffee. Mm-hmm. And it was delicious. Yeah. I have to tell you. But uh, they wanted a picture uh, showing that I was actually drinking this. So I saw Aaron came in and snapped the yeah, photo. Aaron came down. Mm-hmm. She took the she she got me. She gave me the coffee. I'm standing here in front of the uh, the wall. She takes the picture. And uh, rather than say, hey, boy, that looks delicious. I wish I were drinking a delicious iced coffee from Dunkin'. Uh, instead, I had all these people uh, fat shaming me because they thought uh, I may, during a global pandemic, have put on a few pounds. What, comments on the Facebook page you're talking about now? Oh, yeah. Because, you know, why not point out uh, uh, your... Why not point out those kinds of things? Because, you know, I tell you, had these people not said anything, I would never have known. Yeah, well, what is uh, what is the point of that? What, it, what, what Does that make people feel better about themselves? I really can't put my hands around that. You know, what makes a person feel compelled to say, oh, there's a picture of somebody I don't know. I'm going to point out that they may have gained weight. But th- just, I have never figured out what satisfaction you gleam from something like that. Uh, thanks, by the way, for taking the heat off me with all the horrible comments coming out about how I've ruined the show. Oh, so listen, I, thank I you for that. <laughs> well, that still stands, I'm just saying. I know. Uh, yeah. I, know I, mean, I, I don't mind being a human shield for an hour or two. Thanks, but, yeah, but, yeah but, we, we can beat you down to nothing, Dave, <laughs> but uh, when you start doing the vet jokes, that's that's just out of line. Well, it's like the video you did the other uh, last week or two weeks ago yeah, with you dancing in your seats. Bouncing up and down. Who's that seat, bro? It's like, you know, is is really is that the best you can do? Is yeah. just you know, fat shaming two beloved radio, uh, you know, iconic beloved people. Well, I think that's what Americans do now, Bax. Is they drag down. 
the icons that they perceive to be more powerful and more wealthy than themselves. And I think right. that's that's what gives them joy is to bring those icons back down to their level, or well, at least that's what they're aiming to do. Well, I got to tell you, you know, as a human being, and I've been a human being for a long, long time. You have, yeah. You're since hurt, when? Well, nineteen eighty-seven, I think. But I, but I, but it was a lot of work leading up to that. Yeah, a lot of uh, you, know, you know, personal mm-hmm. assessments and and uh, you know all kinds of uh, things. But nevertheless, nevertheless, mm-hmm. I don't understand what gives you the right to go. And be critical of anybody when all I'm doing is enjoying a delicious salted caramel cream cold brew from Duncan. America runs on Duncan. Price of participation <laughs> may vary. It's a limited time offer. Oh, you don't even have to do the spot now. No, I know. Yeah. Well, but we were talking uh, just uh, what, like last week or the week before mm-hmm. about uh, you know Lindsay Idaluca, who used to work in uh, you know here locally on TV. You know she goes to Providence. You know she's a she's a beautiful woman. Lovely woman, but yet there were people critical of her because they thought she was too heavy. And and she, to her credit, I give I give Lindsay all the credit in the world. Took a voicemail, yeah, played it on a news story, mm-hmm. and said, "What kind of person does this?" And it, there's the woman on her voicemail, another woman on yeah. her voicemail, saying that she should wear. A different kind of clothing because the clothing she was wearing on television was making her look fat. Mm. And she she outed that not not out of this woman per didn't use her name or her uh, or, or her location, but used this as a news story. And people were in great support of Lindsay Idaluca. It's like you know what Lindsay doesn't is not aware that she's you know a larger sized woman. She don't need people to uh, to to point that out to you. But what kind of insensitivity does it take to go out of your way to leave a voicemail or a comment on on social media? Does that really make anybody feel better? Uh, who, we got a call there. That's yeah, my, who, no, who is that? my phone. That? My phone says spam risk. So oh, it's oh take, uh, it, take, take it, take it up, pick 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 it up. Oh, open it. It. oh man, it. it's probably my mom calling. That would have been a that would have been a good bit. You cut your mom on the spam file. Yeah. I was waiting for you to react to that. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's eight twenty nine with back Steve and Dave coming up next in the news. Not one, not two, but three arrests for firearms offenses in four days in Springfield. Straight ahead on Rock one hundred two. Associated Building Records is looking for their next employees. That's you. Yes, you. Do you have experience as a diesel mechanic? Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. Uh, here's uh, news with Dave Coombs. The news douche. Thank you. The news douche. Yeah. Sure. Right. <laughs> Joe Biden had his State of the Union address last night, and he really stoked him up. I've come to report on the State of the Nation, the State of the Union. And my report is this. The State of the Union is strong because you, the American people, are strong. He knows how to play to the crowd, right? I get uh, some of that stool softener, too. We're going to soften stools across the nation. That's why you're strong. We have nice, smooth stools. We're going to soften the stool, and we're going to get that hard putin out of the poop putin hole. Yes, over there in Irania. Irania. Yeah, yeah, protect those... not the brown people. We're going to go the other ones. <laughs> and then he finished up by repeating himself. We're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. There you go. Where's that? Jill. Jill, where's that morning? Where's the morning box? 
I, uh, I, it's, uh, what time? It's 8 o'clock at night. I got the, the morning still here. <laughs> Joe, that, that's for tomorrow. I don't know what day it is. <laughs> we like our leaders yeah. to be able to make fun of, don't we? Yeah, I mean, that's, we do. that's what it's all about, we right? Do. Attorney General Maura Healey has raised more than $412,000 in February alone bringing her war chest above $4.2 million in the Democratic race for Massachusetts governor. But she's got more money in her war chest than all the other candidates from both parties combined. So we might as well just give her the governorship right well, now. Well, they don't really do it that way. No? You actually have to go through the process of being elected. Yeah, it's, who wants to do that? I wouldn't do Come that. On. I wouldn't take that job. No, thank you. Springfield troopers made three arrests for firearms offenses in four days recently well, that's slipping a little bit shouldn't it be three for three not three for four well I, you know they had to get to the bottom of it all mm-hmm. on monday february 21st one guy was pulled over his name was drez baker 26 years old of springfield and one of the troopers noticing that his gray honda sedan a sedan excuse me was being driven with a completely flat tire and he was not wearing a seatbelt. Well, that's not going to get you very far. No, but then while conducting an inventory of the vehicle's contents, the trooper found a 9 millimeter pistol loaded with nine rounds of ammunition. Oh, so, boy, oh. that sounds like a clue. <laughs> yeah, I, I still don't get these guys driving around with... Uh, you have a flat tire. No seatbelt. You're seat not belt. wearing your right. seatbelt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're just asking to get pulled over. Yeah, why can't these guys have a, just a, a cursory check... Of yep. their automobile to make mm. sure that they can get away with having, you know, illegal weapons inside their car. You know, whenever check your PSI. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever I've crossed state lines with a car full of uh, illegal narcotics, mm-hmm. I always make sure I do a thirteen-point inspection of my car before getting on the road. Well, I mean, you think back to uh, you know when Harvey Keitel told Samuel L. Jackson and uh, uh, John Travolta uh, that they needed to make that sure that car looked uh, crystal clean mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, and uh, pretty pleased with sugar on top. Right. Uh, you know, you have to do your car up that way. You don't want to know anybody you got dead bodies or drugs or guns no, in your vehicle. No, of course not. So it's like in the in the uh, the the t- in the movie uh, Repo Man when you weren't supposed to open the trunk. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're driving around in a piece of junk, you know, and it, it couldn't possibly pass the state inspection, e- even for uh, so much as like uh, emissions testing. At some point, a cop's going to come yeah. by there and say, let me see what's in the trunk. You don't want to see what's in the trunk. And then, boom, that's it. Great movie, by the way, with Harry Dean Stanton. Oh, you're damn right it was. Firearms story number two. Mm-hmm. Brittany Martineau, another trooper, conducting a random computer inquiry on the license plate of a black BMW sedan. The results of the inquiry revealing the license plate belong to some other vehicle. So she stopped the BMW and identified the driver as Jose Cato of Springfield, mm-hmm. confirmed the BMW was not registered or insured, and then, again, just like the previous story, checked the contents of the vehicle, and a loaded twenty two caliber pistol was ah, there as well. See, yep. yeah, That's it. 13-point inspection. That, they would have been uh, you know, across state lines without a problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know you know what the worst part about that story is? Mm-hmm. Somebody who owns that license plate is getting easy pass invoices uh, saying, hey, uh, you, you didn't have the easy pass. You just went through the thing, and uh, now you got to pay. Yeah, because they'll, they'll, they'll charge it. Oh, yeah. Firearm story number three in our area. Trooper Adam Berg was... That's, sta- a, great, 
That's a great John Hausman name. Adam Berg. You're right. He was just watching traffic go by on Route 391 in Chicopee. At that time, he observed a gray Lexus SUV going approximately 90 miles an hour. Oh, that's a little fast. Yeah. Well, maybe he, had, he was in a rush. Speed limit there was 55. So the trooper entered traffic and caught up to the Lexus, initiated a motor vehicle stop, approached the vehicle, identified the driver as 18-year-old Stefan Balkman of Holyoke, mm. quickly discovering that on top of speeding 90 miles per hour in a 55, right. Mr. Balkman did not have a driver's license. He was removed from the vehicle and placed under arrest. And then, again, just like the previous two stories, when searching the vehicle, a loaded 9mm pistol was found. Well, he got his driver's license last week, <laughs> just like they always talked about. <laughs> Wait, what is that from? That's Olivia Rodrigo in driver's license. Oh, How do you not yeah, know that? Yeah, I don't. You know, I sometimes really. I feel like I'm... Uh, uh, working with the two boomers here. Uh, not oh, sometimes you feel like the youngest guy in the room? Uh, yeah, how about oh, yeah. that? How does well, that ever feel for you? Because that's probably because you're the youngest guy in the room. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Get used to it. It ain't changing. State and city officials from East Hampton yesterday presented the Treehouse Foundation with a ceremonial check for $2 bucks during a brief ceremony in the facility's community room. Treehouse does a good thing. They take children who have compromised situations with their families and they place them in a stable family setting with adoptive parents and grandparents and it's proved out to be so successful over the years that there's talk of replicating the treehouse foundation in other parts of the state as well you know what i like about my radio hosts hmm. they keep getting older but i stay the same age <laughs> now that oh. one i get matthew mcconaughey <laughs> See, oh, there you go oh, come on man you're not staying the same age uh, well it seems like i am <laughs> <laughs> he's still two years away from his first colonoscopy but you got time you'll, oh. you'll be with us in no time mm. all right all right all right mask mandates continue to be lifted in our area granby and Holyoke, the latest, the Board of Health in Holyoke, lifting an indoor COVID-19 mask mandate effective immediately. Granby already doing so. However, the mask requirement for Holyoke City public schools remaining in place. South Hadley, by the way, will lift its indoor mandate starting on Saturday. Uh, again, uh, why? What Saturday have to do with anything? You got the kids at my my kids' school. Yeah. Uh, they voted uh, at the school board meeting to uh, extend the mask mandate till March fourteenth, right. so we can have the uh, the open house on the eighth masked. Because they're, I think they're worried about what happens during the school break if everybody goes on is on vacation. Mm -hmm. They don't want to be sp spreading the uh, the omicron around or now the stealth omicron as we heard about earlier. That was uh, that was the one that uh, that's the deadly one. You're right. Uh, that stealth Omicron is the newest variant. It's called BA.2. And apparently it presents different symptoms, including dizziness and fatigue. So look out for the stealth Omicron as well while you're masking or not masking. Well, just, we're just saying we're just going to keep dealing with variant after variant. I guess. Well, at some point, it's just going to become the common cold. Let's hope we're, we're close to it. Well, I believe that's how the Spanish uh, influenza uh, thing ended. It just became another version of the flu, and uh, it's going to be uh, honky-dory, bells and whistles. Happiness is all relative, I guess, but a new study from WalletHub ranking more than 180 of America's biggest cities for happiness. They use factors like life satisfaction, depression rates, physical and emotional health, income growth, employment rates, job satisfaction, and weather. And... The happiest city in the United States is Fremont, California. Oh, a lovely place to go this time of year. 
I don't even know. Is it like the San Francisco area? Is it Northern yeah, I California? I don't even know what Fremont is. I think it might be. Uh, Boston, by the way, number 36 on the list. Portland, Maine, number 31. And Detroit, dead last. Dead last? <coughs> Detroit? <laughs> Hard to believe. <coughs> right? You're, you're all right? You, you choking? Yeah. Yeah. You need to. Uh, you need mouth to mouth, Steve. Give him mouth to mouth. No, I'm not giving him mouth. Come on, put your mouth. <laughs> no. Put your mouth right on him. Well, it's lucky because we have a guest coming in shortly too. I know. Yeah, just. No, I can say what I. I don't know if you saw this. This was on uh, Mass Live uh, yesterday. The minimum salary to be happy in the state of Massachusetts. Yeah. How much you think that is? The minimum what? The minimum salary that you would need to be happy living in the state of Massachusetts. Forty thousand dollars. Really? Yeah. $139,000. Oh, well, yeah, I'm really close to that. Yeah, you want to be really. you want to be happy in the state of Massachusetts. You got to draw in $139,000. You're right over there. You're going to you're going to make it. <coughs> do you need to step out for a second? Do you need some water? Uh, I do need water. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll step out and get some water. I have yeah. what's called acute esophagitis. Acute esophagitis? <laughs> well, how, how cute is it? <laughs> it's, it's not, not that cute. cute. It's not yeah. that cute right Obviously now. Not that good looking. All right. Yeah. Now, if you were being paid one hundred thirty-nine thousand dollars, and I'm pretty sure you're not, uh, <laughs> imagine how happy you would be yes. choking right here in the yeah, show. Yeah, he wouldn't have a problem choking up. Oh, no, yeah. he's like, look, I'm choking to death on the radio, but at least I'm happy. No better place to die than right here. Yeah, I was gonna say this. Uh, <laughs> this will be a first, just like the Jesus Jones song <laughs> says, right here, right now. We've only, we've only seen people murdered around here. We've never seen actually actually die of natural causes. Not in this place, you don't. <laughs> the only problem is I'm not wearing a Rock 102 T-shirt, so when they take me away, no. Problem Publicity for the show. I got a B&O one up for you upstairs. You can wear that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, All right. you know what? You're. Uh, why don't we do the forecast? Sounds here. good. Uh, I can do that for you, Dave, since you're uh, having a little trouble I'm there. Dying. Fluff, yeah. Fluffy pillows today with a high of 41. Uh, glory hole with the sharpie written around it uh, tomorrow with a high of 34. It's a glory hole with some sharpie around it right now. 37 in downtown Springfield, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh yeah. Spring is coming, and so are the... Feels Classic Rock. It's 848, and the Rolling Stones with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Highs in the low 40s today, mid-30s. The rest of the week, we might hit 60 on Sunday, but we might have some heavy rain on Sunday afternoon. Alex Binchik is the uh, the owner of uh, 413 Dumpster, and he's uh, got a little program to uh, help out the Ukraine, and he's here to tell us all about that this morning. Good morning, Alex. How are you? Morning, guys. Good. How are you? Good. First Very- of all, can I ask, is it the Ukraine, or is it just... Ukraine. I call it Ukraine. Okay, and he would and he would know. Now you got yeah. uh, you actually have family from uh, the Ukraine border in, in Poland, right? Correct. My uh, father was born on the Polish-Ukrainian border, and then my mother's father, so my grandfather, was actually born in Ukraine before heading over to Poland. I can tell by your accent. Oh, thank you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. Yeah, I hardly uh, but, detect anything at all. But uh, we have a serious situation here, <laughs> and, and uh, you guys are stepping in to help out. Tell us what 413 Dumpster is doing. Yeah, so it's actually my father who owns the company, uh, and we work on this project together. He, um, as we all are, are tremendously impacted by what's going on, seeing the heartbreaking footage on TV, and he called me up on Saturday and says, we have to do something. Um, you know, we're a small company in Western Mass. We're far away from Ukraine, but we still have ties to that area of Europe, and um, he came up with the idea to paint a dumpster in the Ukrainian flag colors to promote overall awareness. And we took it a step further. Not only do we want to promote awareness of what's happening, the, the turmoil, the horrible situation, we also want to raise funds. So proceeds from all of our uh, company operations will be donated for the next uh, few weeks uh, over to a Ukraine relief fund sponsored by care.org. 
Um, and then people can also donate directly. Uh, if you go to our website, 413dumpster.com, there's a Ukrainian flag button. You can click on it, donate directly um, without renting a dumpster. What does the Ukrainian flag look like, actually? What, you mentioned the colors and the yeah, design. Yeah. What, the blue and it? yellow, right? Blue and yellow, yep. 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 Blue and yellow. Stru- just like half and half? Like, uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if Poland's uh, white, and, white and red, they're, they're blue and yellow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So the the so you just, you say your your dad uh, owns the, the the company. Yes. Obviously, like you say, I mean, there's a lot of family connections to that to that Big region. Time. Has your dad gone back there over the years? I mean, is it is it like is it that close of a connection where you know you go back to the Ukraine or back to to that Polish? Ukraine border? Yeah, we go back often, as often as we can. Uh, my mother's entire side still lives in Poland, um, so ha- half of my family is still located in Poland, and we we talk to them as, as soon as Sunday just to see how the situation was, and they're reporting back what you see on TV. You know, people are uh, doing all they can to step up to help. A lot of money being raised, people taking Ukrainians into their homes just to hold over and help out. Uh, it's, you know, the refugee number keeps going up every day. You know, the, what the, the amazing thing, and we've, we've talked about this on the air, is... Uh, is you know when you when you think about a Russian invasion, you think, oh boy, well that's you know that's it, they're they're gone. But but Ukraine is a tough damn country. I mean this they they have been fighting hard and holding yeah. their own, and I think you know the world is kind of I don't want to say astonished because that might be you know maybe not the right word to use, but just like kind of in awe of Ukraine the way they have responded. Uh, to this, I mean, you know, it ain't, it ain't like Russia's just a a tiny little. They're not the Rhode Island of of, no, of that right. hemisphere. And then to go after the Ukraine on, you know, what is a you know a very controversial and 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 flimsy point of view, I, I think the world kind of gives the Ukrainian people a lot of credit. Incredible. I agree, a thousand percent. You know what's really shocking is I grew up hearing stories from my grandfather, uh, both my grandparents, really about what they went through with World War II and what they experienced. Yeah. And the stories that they told me as a kid are eerily similar to what we're seeing on TV right now. And it's my whole point is it's 2022. How is this happening today? So I know we're a small company, but if we can do any little bit to help out, um, it's it, to us, it's not it's not a question. It's a necessity. We have to. This is uh, Alec Bensick, uh, the Vice President of Sales for 413 Dumpster in uh, South Hadley, right? Correct, yep. South Hadley. Uh, the, uh, you can go on their website, dumpster, uh, 413dumpster.com, to find out more about what they're doing for uh, for the Ukraine. Now, I, I, uh, can I just suggest something? Yeah, definitely. How about another dumpster with like a mannequin of Putin in it, and then, then we can throw d- our old fruit or dirty diapers and all of the other things. You that know we what, can Steve? Do I love that idea. Right <laughs> next to the other one. Yeah, Steve, thank I, you. I yeah. love that idea. We'll get the trash bandit to uh, beat up a fake Putin and throw him away. <laughs> I should be your marketing manager. Yeah, you're hired. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I, Alex, I think you could do better. Yeah. Well, um, we, we are looking for drivers <laughs> of you. Oh, yeah. I can do it. I can be a driver. There you go. Uh, we were playing clips from our president, Biden, a few minutes ago from his State of the Union address last sure. night. Now, the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, has sort of emerged as a hero during these circumstances. Very patriotic. Yeah, what's your impression of him? Incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, for someone who was offered a ride uh, by the U.S. to say no, I mean, the president called me up in, you know, in a war zone and said, do you want to ride out? I think I'd say yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. And he said, no, I'm staying. I, did, I asked for support, not a ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, remarkable. And the, the footage and the pictures coming out, um, I think, you know, uh, as as a U.S., we can actually learn a lot from his leadership efforts. Now, he's actually turned into a little bit of a sex symbol for women. Have you heard these stories as well? Uh, I haven't, but I'd love to. Well, there's a clip of him performing years ago. 
and he's performing in Ukrainian. Now, you speak a language that would be similar to this, right? Fluent Polish, correct. Very similar. So maybe you can translate this, and this is sort of a key to understanding how he's become a sex symbol. Here is Ukrainian President Zelensky from about five or six years ago. Check this out. Sure. You got any of that? Something about being a bachelor in the beginning. <laughs> so that's him portraying Paddington the Bear in the cartoon, the Russian who, version of that cartoon. Who years ago. probably was not getting dates because he's a bear in a, <laughs> in a raincoat. That's right. See, it all makes sense. That so makes he, sense. Perfect. So he's a showbiz star. He also won the Ukrainian Dancing with the Stars years I ago. I did see that. Yeah. Apparently, he was an actor before his presidential run. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which right. happens here in this country too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Alex Binks, uh, Binsick from uh, from Four One Three Dumpster. By the way, thank you very much for your help during the Mayflower Marathon this year. Oh, of course, guys. We're uh, a big thing that my dad and I believe in is local community outreach. You know, we say that we're a big enough company to support you, but small enough to care. And that's, that's, what, that's what we want to hammer down on. So whenever you guys have travel events or anybody, please reach out to us. We really want to get involved as best as we can. That's awesome, awesome man. And we appreciate that. Thank you. Of and course. we appreciate you coming in. Again, the uh, the website, 413dumpster.com. Alex, it's good to see you. Great seeing you guys. Thanks for Absolutely. having me. Sure. Take 8, care. 855 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102.